Hi everyone, JD here. This mini-series of Urban Shadows is brought to you by Negative 2 Charisma. Catch us playing live Thursday nights at 8.30pm Eastern Time, only at twitch.tv forward slash negative 2 charisma. For more information about Urban Shadows or other incredible Magpie gaming systems, check out magpiegames.com and in particular go support their upcoming Avatar Legends RPG game that is launching. It looks incredible. The audio for this podcast was provided by Tabletop Audio. Tabletop Audio is the premier award-winning user-supported ambient game audio site on the web. Download tracks, stream pre-made playlists to your players, or set up soundboards via their newest soundpad enhancement. Check out tabletopaudio.com and add some ambience to your games. Special guest MC for this series, of course, is Soul from Soul's Rolls. Check out Soul and all of his amazing contributions to the TTRPG community in the show notes and at the end of the show. Now let's head over to Soul, who is walking us through the character creation process of Urban Shadows, as well as his particular take on the setting via the city of Nocturne. Enjoy. Urban Shadows is really interesting to me because it it really kind of examines the the city experience, which, <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up in the country, so I wasn't really familiar with <laughs> cities to begin with. Uh, but the idea of these, these urban landscapes and the way that everything is connected, uh, one of the big drives for Urban Shadows is debt and the connection that you have with another person because you owe them something. Building those webs of community, super, super cool, super awesome. Urban Shadows is a story about supernatural beings that live in our modern times. The setting that we're going to be using is a completely fictional city that I call Nocturne. We can say it's in the Pacific Northwest. Sure, uh, it exists out there, maybe a million people. An absurd amount of supernatural beings are drawn to this place because a lot of the curses they live under, you know, silver, sunlight, that sort of thing, just doesn't burn them as much in this world. And we're going to see what happens with just a handful of these characters over the next couple of stories. No telling how long this lasts, no long, no long-term plans. So we're going to see exactly what happens. I'm really excited for that. I'm really, uh, really flattered to be here, really excited. And I'm, I'm interested in what these people come up with. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you firsthand as a bunch of former musicians, we are, we don't know a whole lot about debt, uh, but we will try our best. <laughs> Um, no, I'm excited to get into it. So, um, uh, who want, I guess, do you guys want to roll to see who starts with their character or do you just want to dive in or did somebody feel pretty confident? Well, let's put you on the spot. You're the one that's played this before. Oh, come on, man. Hey, I'm the guy in charge. Let's do you. <laughs> I like this. this. I'm not used to this lack I of like power. I like this. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, power comes, power goes. You know how it is. So tell us a little bit about um, your character. Okay. Uh, so uh, I am playing uh, Jonas Weber. Uh, I am a podcaster, YouTuber. Uh, I tell the truth. I have a a, a podcast called Nocturne Night, uh, Nocturne by Night, uh, where I tell people the truth about the world, the hidden truths that they uh, the mainstream media is afraid to tell. That they are uh, the cover up stories. They do not want to get out. So that is my thing. I am a sort of uh, clearly I'm of German descent. Uh, I have, uh, I'm very wiry and thin, uh, with, uh, spectacles, uh, a, uh, sort of long hair, not un, not unlike our own, uh, Mr. Ben, uh, who is, who is with us tonight. Um, 
except uh, my hair, of course, is, is a very uh, dirty blonde, uh, and I will be playing in Oracle. Very cool. For those of us that are new to Urban Shadows, what makes an Oracle unique? Well, an Oracle... Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm glad you asked, Sol. So let me tell you a little bit about the Oracle, right? Um, as far as I can understand it, an Oracle is very similar to what we consider an Oracle in um, in any setting, I guess. I tell the future and have the ability to sort of see into the... Uh, use my connection to the spirit world to, uh, I guess, read into people and read minds and, and objects and uh, essentially foresee the future. Which is why I know all the, the real truth behind what is the dirty secrets of Nocturne. Awesome. So you're going to be able to give us a little bit of insight into the setting in the world that these other characters aren't. Do you, do you see yourself kind of a, a puppet master or more as like a uh, more as a a revealer of truth? You, more of a journalist or more of a... Yeah, more of a journalist, more of a, more of a documentarian. Uh, a sort of uh, uh, a I, spoken champion for the truth. Um... In the in a city filled with uh, you know deceit. Are you like the Jacques Cousteau or the David Attenborough of the, the supernatural world? Are you? Yeah, I would say I'm Alice more more of, the, more of the David Attenborough, more of the Alex Jones. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I'm out now. We're out now. But like a cool, like a cool Alex Jones, you know, like I mean, cool not like Alex. not yes, yes. Like imagine right. if everything, like imagine if everything he was saying was real. But it's because he could see the future, and nobody else could. So, <laughs> okay, let's, we'll, you know, we'll yeah. bite. We'll bite. All right. Mm. Uh, moving along, who wants to talk about their character next? I know, I know we've got some ideas that have been bouncing around with uh, some maybe Fay or or Hunter or veteran vibes. Who wants to who wants to put themselves out there? Uh, I know nothing about this game. I'm going to throw it out there from the beginning. So. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm thinking uh, an old Faye, uh, Vicente Marino, and uh, he likes to uh, kind of uh, hit the beat on the streets in uh, in Nocturne. He he always has his ear to the ground and uh, you know always shop dress dress uh, dresses shop. He's got a, a nice pressed tuck uh, suit on at all times. You know he's got a the pocket square that always coordinates to the tie that always coordinates to the shoes and the belt. You're not gonna see a spot on this guy impeccably clean at all times. All right. So you said Vincetti. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, Vincetti. Vincetti. So like, within the Fake Court, who are you? What do you do? Are you a lowly page? Are you are you kind of one of the, the higher ups? Maybe a knight? Uh, perhaps a baron? Even where are you at? Uh, listen, I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna brag, but uh, I'm a nobody. I really I'm just like I'm just sort of a street hustler. I, I've got ambitions, you know, and they're gonna see that. They're gonna notice me one day. I'm gonna make my way up the chain, and they'll figure it out that uh, Vicente Marino is somebody that you you got to take seriously. All right. So the reason why we care about Vincetti is because of those ambitions. Yeah, you know, he's sort of like the underdog. You want to see him do well. So, uh, you know, and he's, 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 he's not new to the hustle. He's been around this stuff his whole life. You know, it's, it's, it comes from his family and very steeped in the tradition and the, the hierarchy of uh, the Fae underground. But, uh, you know, he's got he's got something to prove. All right. Cool. Cool. I like it. I like the I like the underdog story. A little bit of Rocky Balboa, a little bit of uh, 
fucking uh we're looking at like scarface here yeah i think it i think it <laughs> all right we got one more player left to chime in what do we got uh, so I'll be playing Terrence Harper, otherwise known as Terrence the Accountant. Uh, he's an aging fixer who's on his way to retirement, uh, like in the Shadowrun sense of the word fixer, uh, a criminal contact, uh, kind of a, a yellow pages of the underbelly. Um, he's on his way to retirement, uh, feeling that as a as somebody who isn't touched by the supernatural edge, he's got a little bit more to lose in a, in a game that's changing as he gets older. Okay. So kind of falling out of touch, kind of falling behind. Time to time to get out while it's uh, safe, yeah? Yeah, so he's just trying to uh, wrap up his affairs, so to speak. Okay. So if you don't mind my asking, like, what's dragging you back into the game? What's keeping you from out and getting out? Uh, well, the, uh, the the connections, uh, how fast things move. Every time you think that you've, uh, you've, you've clipped all the threads, something else is coming unraveled. So it's uh, a never-ending process. Okay, okay. So within Urban Shadows, every character has their own playbook. Uh, kind of think about this like classes a little bit, but a little bit more constrained. A lot of choices are easy to make. Uh, within each playbook, you get an ability to move around some stats, kind of shift things around. Um, I need a little bit of information from everyone about what their playbook is really highlighting attribute-wise between uh, heart or mind or spirit or blood. So we're going to start kind of reverse order back with the veteran. What's the, what have you done with your stats that really highlighted things? Is there a particular strength or a particular weakness that people would know you by attribute wise? Um, Terrence has a very professional demeanor, very, you know, tries not to give too much away, um, but he is getting older. Uh, so his blood stat is at zero. Um, his heart and mind, he's, he's clever and empathic, he, he can read people fairly well, so they're both at a one. And uh, his spirit, having no real supernatural edge to his, his being, is a zero as well. Alright. Is that counting all the, uh, the modifications that you can normally make? Uh, so far I've only seen add one to these for character stats. Okay, so you, you reduce that blood penalty from negative one to a zero? Yes. yes. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, going back to the Fey, what do we got there for Vincetti? Uh, so Vincetti, you know, first off, it's all about how <laughs> it's going to kill me every time. I'm not going to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about how this guy's got character. You know, he's he, he, he loves the city that he's in. It's part of his blood. So, um, yeah, he's got a, a one and a heart. Um, and again, not too sure of the game, but I think what I'm going to do too is try to even out the bloodline as well. Uh, I take that negative negative one out because you know he's got very strong family ties. I don't think uh, I think uh, I think there's a strong bloodline in his family, so I feel like a negative is sort of a disappointment there. Um, if it helps a little bit, blood isn't necessarily heredity. Blood is okay. that is like your fight and flight instincts. If you need to get out of trouble. Whether it's by violence or by escape, blood is going to get you there. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dump it into the one. He's right. uh, he's he needs to be able to be squirrely to get out of there. He's poking his fingers in places they shouldn't be, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, right. he's not too bright though. Oh, he just you know he tries. You he know, tries. he tries, but he's a lot of character. So uh, you know, what's 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 the spirit all about then? Spirit, uh, spirit is your ability to tap into whatever supernatural aspects are in the world. Whether that's tapping into your baser, more evil nature, or 
drawing upon the courts of the Fae, or even with the the veteran and the other mortal characters, you know, tapping into spirit really shows you the the resilience of humanity, the cleverness, the ingenuity, maybe that that raw instinct to know, oh, there are predators here. I need to leave. That is what spirit yep. does. Yep. So he's very quick on that again. He's he's a little bit squirrely, so yeah, one on spirit there. All right. Clever Hans, what do we got? Uh, that is uh, Jonas, <laughs> sir, not Hans. <laughs> that is very stereotypical. <laughs> I, I think I am offended. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I did name you after a horse, so you're, you're up to being offended. That's fine. <laughs> I, well, I hope this horse was was fast. Um, no, so um, so uh, you know, so even though I played this before, uh, and my 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 other players did not, run me through what our starting stats look like for me. Like, but 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 how do I start this? Your starting stats are based around your character playbook. You are playing the Oracle. So if you go to yeah. the Oracle, you're going to see a particular spread. Uh, it looks like. You start with blood zero, heart negative one, mind one, spirit one, and you can add one to any of those of your choice. Uh, from the looks of it, a oracle does not have a lot of heart. Uh, they're not good at convincing people, which is really a shame because they actually know what's going on. They yeah. are a little bit under like Cassandra's curse, you know? They know the truth, but people won't believe them. That's that's always the pain of, of being an oracle. It is it is a it is a very it is a burden that we must bear, yes. Yeah, absolutely. But you do have a, a benefit in mind and spirit, which is going to give you an idea about figuring people out, figuring situations out, and also tapping into those those more hard-to-reach supernatural gifts that other people might struggle to reach for. Blood is at zero. Um, hit or miss, whether you're good or not. I've seen some people do some oracles with higher blood, where they're kind of, in the moment, very much, I guess, like Valkyrie-like. They know who lives or dies because they're out there making mm. it happen. Uh, but really making that adjust, adjustment, making that shift, that's all up to you. Where do you want to put that one point? Yeah, so I would say uh, uh, Jonas is is probably not uh, the... Uh, I, I, I am definitely not the Valkyrie type. I, uh, I will tell mm -hmm. you, I think um, a negative one heart makes uh, sense as well. Um, so I, I, I would imagine that uh, my mind is the two because I'm very technical and very uh, intelligent. Uh, and my sort of... Ability to read spirit is going to, um, you know, let's we'll keep that at a one. Like perhaps I am not the best at this. I don't, I don't really know why I am. I can see the future. Does that make sense? Yeah. As we carry down the character sheets, um, there's more stuff that goes on. Everyone has a couple different things they. Uh, choose whether it comes to gear or like lifestyle expenses, things like that. Go ahead and fill those in on character sheets if you haven't already. And then we actually get down to the cool stuff, the, the character moves. Everyone has certain things that they can do that sets them apart. Not every oracle is the same. Not every fae is the same. So you normally get a chance to choose one or two moves from a, a particular list. I would like to hear a little bit about what people are choosing here. Uh, let's go ahead and focus on the veteran. Remind me, because this is still the first episode, what is the veteran's name? Uh, Terrence. Terrence the Terrence. Accountant. Terrence the Accountant. So 
Terence, you start with the workshop. Tell us a little bit about that, if you could. Oh, so Terence's workshop, mm -hmm. um, it's got a pretty good selection of uh, mystic this and that, as he's tried to compensate for his own uh, lack of inherent skills. So the uh, the, the ancient relics. Got An old mystic this and that. <laughs> as well as uh, as well as a good uh, assortment of machining tools for outfitting uh, outfitting operatives for you know jobs that he puts together, uh, and a bit uh, of medical station for patching them up as well. It's uh, just your generic generic warehouse rented out on the cheap in a bad part of town. <laughs> All right, so that's your stock movement. Every veteran gets that. That's kind of what defines them. But you get two other moves outside of that. Tell me a little bit about those. I was thinking that for Terrence, um, the best laid plans would be a good one. Uh, that gives you a bonus for working out plans with people. Mm -hmm. Good co-op. And uh, the true artist, I thought, was a good choice for somebody with a, with a good workshop like that. Somebody who's interested in, in making sure that his, uh, his contractors are going to be well equipped. Okay, yeah. So I was talking off stream about this, but I'd like to highlight it in the moment here. True Artist allows you to mark faction when you make something for someone else. Marking faction is really the way you advance characters in Urban Shadows. Your power doesn't come from your own accomplishments per se, it comes from the connections you have with the rest of the community. By being able to make things for other factions and then marking them, Terrence is going to be able to advance that way by handing out guns, armaments, equipment, whatever it is, whatever mystical gugaws or gizmos, that's a way for Terrence to advance. Really powerful move within this uh, this particular game set. Really cool stuff. All right, tell us a little bit about the Fey. What powers did you pick? Because that is a bundle of stuff. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. So um, <laughs> first off, absolutely words of wind. You know, uh, as someone, I don't like when people lie to me. You know, and I, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm I, I'll end up finding out. Someone's gonna end up telling me, and it's just a bad look on them. So. Uh, when someone breaks a promise or lies to me, and I found out they owe me a debt. Ooh, powerful. And it gets and, better, doesn't it? Um, and you take plus one forward against them. Okay. So here's a good opportunity to talk about how forward and hold works. You will see a couple of different things where you say forward, ongoing, and hold. Hold is a resource. You will roll something and they'll say, okay, hold two. That means you have two opportunities to cash in on whatever you rolled. Whatever that is for the, the move, it really does change. Think about it as kind of a temporary resource that you need to tag. Forward means your next roll regarding that situation or person, you add one to it. So when someone lies to our Fae and he finds out, he gets to roll plus one against that. doesn't matter what it is. If that's manipulating them, if that's kicking them into gonads, if that's setting up some sort of betrayal later on down the line, he gets a plus one on that next roll, but only that next one. There is one that is even better than forward. It's called ongoing. If you get plus one ongoing, that means in pursuit of whatever that is, you get plus one forever until the end of that resolution. If you have, um, there's, a, there's a playbook called Revenant and they have a very big vengeance theme. They have a thing where they can declare someone their, their nemesis and get plus one ongoing to kill them. 
Until that person dies, they get plus one to roll to interfere with everything they do. Ongoing is really powerful. Don't see it a lot. So you've got words are wind. So you can uh, get debts when people lie or break a promise. Really cool. You get plus one forward when they do that. What else you got? I think you got one more, right? Yeah, I got one more from there. So I'm thinking uh, a dish best served now. Um... Nice. Which is uh, when you commit uh, to exact revenge on behalf of someone, I'm assuming my family is going to ask me to take care of favors every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, gain plus one to all rolls against the target of that vengeance. Uh, for every scene in which you do not pursue vengeance, suffer uh, one uh, to harm. Yeah, okay. So this is an example of one ongoing. Plus one to all rolls against target of vengeance. Period. Going on forever. But every scene that you don't pursue that vengeance, you're going to take one harm. And that harm is tagged as AP. That means it's armor piercing. Doesn't matter what you've got on, you're taking that direct to the soul. No avoiding it. So if you want to go that route, if you want to put yourself on the line there, you become an unstoppable, unplacable force for fairy vengeance. But if you aren't doing it, you're slowly dying. A little bit of win, a little bit of lose, right? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, cool. All right, so that's the two for you there, and you also get some fake powers, right? Yeah, I think I get three of those. Choose three. Yeah. Jeez, totally um, there's so much. Um, <laughs> if you need a moment, that's cool. We can we can jump to uh, to someone else from these looked over. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need a moment on the on the All fairy right, powers. Cool, cool, cool. What about the oracle? What do we got there? What's your base move? Uh, so as the oracle, uh, of course, I get visions of the future, uh, and what I, uh, in those uh, sort of manifest in the form of foretellings. Uh, so at the beginning of, uh, the session, I get to roll, uh, we can do that whenever. Um, and, uh, that basically determines, uh, if, uh, we see, I see something terrible is about to happen that we, uh, can perhaps go and avoid or prevent, or I... Uh, we miss and somebody <laughs> dies, so that is not good. Is that um, uh, isn't that a hold building? Yes. Yeah, so I would I would hold one on a seven to nine. Um, on a ten of ten plus, I hold two. Seven to nine, I nice. hold one. Uh, on a miss, uh, minus one to all rolls to prevent it. Ooh, that's a minus one. Because I see somebody important to me dying. Okay. Okay. You get some other powers. Uh, I do. So I get two more. Um, my uh, two powers are, uh, my first one is Conduit. Um, I, I, I advance, let it out for all characters in your presence, including yourself. Which is, you know, it's very, I, that just means you just you sort of relax. You just sort of go as if, oh, you know, just let it out. It's very calm. That is not what it means, is it so? No, uh, I mean, if you want to say that's what it is, that you have this calming <laughs> presence that allows people to tap into their supernatural natures, that makes it more prominent. I think that's a really cool thing. Um, I, I don't think that's what it is. That is what I, I imagine I am sort of frantic and sort of <laughs> and and, and uh, very neurotic. So <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe your 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 anxiety is pushing other people to their to their limits. That's cool. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, that is considered one of the basic good. moves that you have as any character. You can tap into your your supernatural darker nature and accomplish things that mortal people just generally cannot. And I want to. I want to maybe change that a little bit. Not mortal with lowercase or uppercase M, but people that aren't tapped into the supernatural. Uh, the veteran and the hunter, if we ever see them, 
they are mortal. They don't have supernatural powers, but they're still tapped into that sort of thing. So even the veteran can let it out. They can tap into that human ingenuity and really, really go that extra mile. Now, what conduit does is it advances that maneuver, which means if someone hits a 12 or greater, whatever they're tapping into, they can make that permanent. But that does cause corruption. We'll get into that later. So what other power you got? I just, I just want to point out, so let it out for Terrence would be he finds like all of my, my missing de- depreciation credits on my taxes, yeah? I mean, I bet you can maybe like figure out, uh, I don't know, like figure out cryptocurrency or NFTs. <laughs> okay, that's archaic and esoteric, right? Uh, yeah, it does, that is a whole different city. It's a different <laughs> power set, different faction. Um, so uh, my uh, second uh, move is skim the surface. Uh, when I touch some someone, uh, I can read their surface thoughts. So on that, I would roll with spirit, and I know what the character is thinking about, uh, who they are protecting, uh, what sort of secrets they are keeping, uh, or what uh, characters. Hidden pain, maybe. And if I miss and I screw it up, uh, we both get hurt. So that is not good, but hey, you know, shit happens in Nocturne. Yep, Shiza happens. Uh, all right. <laughs> Shiza. Yep. So that's your move. So let's go ahead and bounce back to the Fey. I really hate to put you on the spot with having such a complex character, but it's going to work out great. You're going to have a blast. So you get three Fey powers. What are they? Yeah, I think I'm going to do uh, first off glamours, you know, because how dare someone get some mud on my shoe? I'm going to have to make sure that no one oh. sees that, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> And, you know, maybe I can dress up my face a little bit to be a little more convincing. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I don't like it when people disagree with me. So I'm going to go with Bedlam and place them in emotional states of my choosing. Okay. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, if they still somehow disagree with me, well, you know, you, you got to be taking uh, three harm with Wither because uh, you're doing what I say or else. That's how it works on the ground. All right. So tell me a little bit about how these fairy powers work. There's a particular way that you have to invoke them, isn't there? Um, I'm not seeing that on the sheet that's here, but if there is, uh, you know, I can... Um... All right, cool. So uh, we're working with some Roll20 sheets that we've found may or may not be containing all the information we need. Uh, but the the fame moves. Uh, do you guys see something called fairy magic? in either your playbook or any of the additional supplements I've sent. Uh, playing the Fae, I see, uh, I see fairy magic, yeah. Okay, so whenever you use one of those uh, fairy, fairy powers... I have fairy, I have fairy powers. Yep. Hold on, sorry. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'll let you go. Yep, um, harm, armor, scars, oh. if Fae moves. I don't see any fairy magic unless I'm just blind. So, it's probably just a problem with the character sheet. Uh, within the actual core book or the, the printouts of the fame moves, uh, there's something called fame magic. Uh, oh, I see, magic. I see it. I see it right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you use one of those fairy powers, you have to choose one. Mm-hmm. So there's there's always a cost to using those powers, but they're really potent. They're really cool and powerful. Cool. Just keep in mind that there's a price. There's always a price. All right. Cool. So, we've got the powers established. Now there's a couple of other things I'd really like to jump into with these characters. Uh, I would like you to 
if you can find it, look for the section on your character sheet or in your playbook that says drama moves. Let me know with a high sign when you see that. I think I see those. Yeah, those yeah. are in the character sheets, I believe. Okay, cool. So everyone has three moves. They have a corruption move, they have an intimacy move, and they have the end move. So your, your corruption move really invokes the darker aspects of your character. Whenever you invoke that, whenever that happens, you mark corruption. You mark enough corruption, you get a cool corruption move. You mark too much corruption and you become the villain of the story. Your character gets placed into the land of the NPC and you're no longer playable and now you're one of the big, big threats. Uh, you should really be aware of that corruption move. I need to be aware of it too, but I'm really relying on you guys as the players to identify your corruption move and realize that, dang, when I do this, I am I'm hurting my soul and I need to let soul know about this. So just keep, kind of make a note of that if you can. Underneath that, you'll see an int intimacy move. Your intimacy move triggers whenever it is appropriate. Uh, that's really up to you and me to decide. Intimacy is not necessarily physical or sexual or even what we consider like romantic intimacy. This can be sharing a drink with a, another person that's down on the luck. It can be being vulnerable and open. Anything that you can think that makes you go, okay, I'm a little bit closer to this person now. Without necessarily triggering a debt, we found common ground. That triggers your intimacy move. There may be some other stipulations depending upon your particular playbook. I'm not going to dive into that too much. When that triggers, though, you need to let people know. Again, that's something I need to be aware of. It's something you need to be aware of. And then the last one is your end move. Characters die. Uh, in this game, it's pretty hard to do. But sometimes you may just be like, you know what? I'm cashing out. This is it. This is this is the end of my story. Let's go. Whether that's retirement or death, it doesn't matter. As long as your character's story ends and you're no longer playable, then your end move triggers. And it can do a lot of really weird stuff. Uh, end moves can be uh, fairly mundane to incredibly supernaturally powerful. I'm going to use uh, one that's really familiar to JD here, uh, the wizard from Urban Shadows. When they die or they retire or are forced out of play in whatever regard, they can place a death curse on someone. The player of the wizard tells me what happens as the GM, and I'm like, okay, that sucks for them. I don't get to argue. I don't get to negotiate. They tell me what the curse is and how they can break it, and that's it. That's, that's just it. Oh, okay. You've killed my wizard. Nice. Um, the sun will burn your skin off now. I don't know. Have fun with that. What can what can get rid of that? Uh, you have to kiss a particular stone in the outback uh, at high noon. Good luck. Godspeed. Um, so just so we can get kind of a sample of this, I'd really like to see some some samples here. Uh, we'll go with the Fey. Tell me what your end move is. So, uh, you know, once I'm sleeping with the fishes, I choose a character and bestow uh, my favor upon them. Uh, they can choose to either take fairy magic and two of your fairy powers or to advance persuade an NPC. Wow. So you can, uh, you can kind of bestow the, the gift of the court upon them as you pass. That's cool. Yeah. All right, veteran. 
Uh, let's talk about the veteran's intimacy move. What is that? Uh, so when you share a moment of intimacy, uh, the veteran gets to tell a story about the past and the lessons that uh, you learned from it. Then you can either both take plus one going forward, or the veteran takes plus one going forward, the other person takes minus one. Oh, wow, but, nice. Uh, but uh, you hold one, and you can spend that to lend a hand to that character from any distance. Oh, nice. Very cool. All right. And what do we got for the corruption move for the Oracle? Ah. <laughs> uh... Uh, I cannot give a, uh, I, I, I cannot offer someone a, uh, a false prophecy. Because okay. I would have to mark corruption. So I, I can do it, but uh, <laughs> I, can, I can only do it a limited number of times. So you can lie to people about the future, but it, it burns you. Yeah, 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 that, that is correct. No lying. No lying that about the future. Fun. Lying about yes, the present is fine. Oh, so I can, and I can lie about the past. Yeah, true. Sure. Like, hey, I did not give you that false prophecy. That was not me. It was some other guy. Some other oracle. <laughs> All right. So, uh, along with each character, you've got a bunch of other things you need to fill out. Description, uh, some nomenclature, some cool periphery stuff, some gear options. Honestly, as the guy running the game, I love that stuff. It doesn't really come up for me. Now, if you tell me you've got a toolbox full of, like, harpoons, uh, I'm just going to assume you're not lying to me. I'm not going to check your character sheet. I may I may look at you skeptically and be like, okay, we'll talk about that later. But that. <laughs> uh, if you tell me you've got a box full of harpoons, we're going to say you got a box full of harpoons. Um, that aside, I think that is the majority of character creation at the start. We've got names, we have playbooks, we have some relative descriptions, we have key and core powers, we have the intimacy moves marked off. The only thing left, and I think this is the most fun part of the game, is debts. So every character, you have a section that says debts. And there should be uh, normally about three different options there, kind of three questions or three statements. Does everyone see those? Yep. Yeah. Uh, sehr gut. Ah, sehr gut. All right, cool. So... These really target the player characters unless things get really screwy. Uh, you will start with something and you'll say, okay, well, this is this is an idea I have for my character's relationship with your character. Uh, there are some debts associated with it. Which direction they go varies from, from question to question. Uh, JD has the most experience with this as a player, so let's go ahead and start at the Oracle. Go ahead and tell us your first debt and, uh, and target someone with it. <laughs> Okay, uh, so um, I was just there. I think I went to look at someone else's. Um, oh, no. So my, no, I'm good. So um, so my first debt is someone helps you understand your dreams and visions. And this is a tough one because I, I, it, it could go either way. But I, I have to, I think I will lean with the Fae on this one. Okay. So... Um, uh, you, I would say that, uh, Vincento, I um, oftentimes come to you for uh, advice in, in interpreting uh, some of the more supernatural visions that I may have uh, and, and how they are tied into the, uh, the greater scheme uh, in the underbelly of this nocturne place. Uh, and what does that mean for Vincento? 
Uh, you know, uh, like, like I said, my ears always to the ground, and I hear things through my family and the, you know, the bodega on the corner. <laughs> he sees things happen on occasion, and the, you know, I just help, uh, you know, tie tie the knots there. Like, okay, so you saw uh, a doorway in between two clouds, but the club down the street's got some neon signs with the two clouds besides the door. Maybe has to do something past there. So I just help kind of piece the things together with my knowledge of the streets. All right, I like it. Now, when it comes down to the actual mechanics, JD, what does that mean? Uh, so as as far as is that so? Uh, I guess what do you mean? How much do you owe Vincento? Oh, I owe him two debts. Yeah, right. he's unfortunately <laughs> the last person I wish I owed any debt to. Uh, but he is uh, the only connection I have that will talk to me in this particular setting, I believe. My reputation oh. that bad? I thought I did pretty good. Oh. It's, it's, right. it's not a matter of, of reputation. It is um, it is just your overall demeanor, character, um, oh. the way you present yourself. You, you know, you know all of that. Every everything that makes you you. All right. I don't know. So, I don't know what you're talking about. So on the character <laughs> sheets, go ahead and jot down that uh, there's that that two debts there. Um, Jonas, uh, you know, refer that you owe two debts to uh, Vincento. Vincento, you're going to want to mark down. You can call on those debts. Those are things you can actually leverage in play to to really twist JD's character around. You can drop that and be like, no. Remember that time I told you about those two clouds? You owe me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of the very things much, I think the much. character sheets really fall down on. They don't have like... Mm seven pages worth of debts because where to god you're gonna be you're gonna be swimming in debt debt calculations it's gonna be bad uh what was your character's uh, name again jay uh, uh jonas or jonas, jonas. Weber. Right. Uh, i changed it and rolled i changed all your character names in roll 20 so i rem- i remember them too so you can see them right there Gotcha. All right. Jonas right. Weber, that was me too. Uh, I was doing the German accent now. Hey! Uh, huh. All right. Yeah, Jonas. It's a Jonas. It's a J. He pronounced it. <laughs> he pronounced it. Jonas. That, that is what I said. Jonas. <laughs> uh, I feel the, the ominous uh, presence in my hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Neil, so, I love you, man. I actually, I love double. I love double DM. I actually really enjoy the podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, Terrence, what's your first step move, man? Let's let's hear it. Uh, so, somebody relies on me for training or knowledge. Uh, they owe me two debts as a result. I'm, I'm thinking Vincenzo. I uh, I try and toss him, toss him easy, easy opportunities here and now, here every now and then when it seems like there's a minimal possibility of blowback if they don't go so well. But it's still like a good opportunity for him to, you know, make his ends. You got him on the milk runs? Seriously? Wow. Wow. Okay. Start somewhere. He's an up and comer, man. He's, he's, you know, he's ambitious. Man, you can't just have him run it like knocking over Benraku parlors. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how much is he on the hook for you for? That's for two debts. All right. So, Vincento owes Terrence two debts. Okay. Uh,. By the way, any player can say, nah, that ain't me. That ain't my bag. And and that's where it stops. Then we bounce to an NPC, and that's my problem. Listen, when is, I need a veteran on my side, though, I know who to talk to. All right, well, let's talk about that. What's your debt? What's your debt move? First one. Let's go. 
Alright, uh, someone broke an important promise to me. Oh. And swore they would make it up to me. <laughs> now, my veteran friend here, uh -oh. he talks a lot of good game. Uh oh. <laughs> but when it comes but... to fulfilling his end of the bargain, he's a little shifty. You owe me two deaths, buddy. Vibes. I got those shifty vibes. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> what about you, Terrence? You feel shifty? Oh, oh I mean, I mean, it's business, right? Words are fluid. Not to the Fae. Not to the Fae. <laughs> Alright, so you're on, you're on board for two there. I hope you're keeping track of this, everybody. It's going to get really complicated. by the way, is like, is like Jason Bateman's character in Ozark. Oh, God. In this, in this scenario, as the accountant. Alright. So we cycle back around. We are at the Oracle. What's your second bet? Uh, you have muted yourself. I know. Friend. I have to. I'm sorry. I have to look it up. I, I you know, I, sh I knew it was coming. We put him on I, the spot. I still, we put him on the spot. Yeah. Um, so my second debt is uh, that I have had a dire prophecy about uh, uh, someone, and uh, but I do not know how they uh, to help them. So or yet, at least not yet. So uh, I'm going to say that is uh, my veteran friend. Right. Actually, my next two debts are sort of going to tie to get to tie together. All right, all right. So you've got a dire prophecy about someone, but you don't know how to help them yet. You say that's Terence, right? Yeah. So do you owe They're them, probably... or do they owe you? Uh, he, uh, oh, I owe them. I owe Terence a debt, so I don't okay. know how to help him. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and record that, both of you. All, you should be noting yeah. it down. One of the things about uh, Urban Shadows is PvP is not forbidden, but really the way that you leverage other characters really should be debts first. You don't want to bludgeon people with something except for what they owe you. And if they if they deny it, if they shirk their responsibilities, they get corruption. If they honor it, uh, you can mark uh, faction. If they deny it, even, you can mark faction. Players are valid targets for faction moves, weirdly enough which means you can use other players to build XP and advance your characters. Neat. Sorry, Jonas, that was one debt, correct? That was uh, one. I owe you one, yes. Nice. Um, but right. I, I, will, I will take it back, don't worry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so essentially, just so I get this right, so like literally just by interacting with each other and calling debts and asking and using moves on each other, not necessarily from a PvP perspective, but just for the game, um, it's very much like... Um, Final Fantasy Tactics, where you just had everybody use like that job skill at the beginning and just level them all up super crazy. You just hit you, each other. Do you remember? You kind of can. Uh, you, you you can do that. Uh, if you start really manipulating the game and doing that, grinding levels on each other, I'm going to intervene on a meta level and be like, dude, this is where we really want to play. Uh, <laughs> of course not. I just wanted to. No, uh, no, no. I just wanted to make yes, sure. We can, we I would can. never try to game the system. No, no, no. We don't meta game. This is not what we are. We don't do that. I meta game all the time. Um, <laughs> while we're on the subject, did you guys record your factions? I think I skipped over that part. Yeah, I was going to ask. I didn't know if that came up later, but I don't know if we did did factions. Yeah, I skipped. I skipped that. My apologies. So everyone has factions underneath your stats. Works the same way. Comes. With. I did mine soul. Yeah, I know you did, because you're awesome. Gotta kiss ass. I mean, there's not much there to kiss, it's fine. <laughs> no, everyone should should mark that down, it'll come in handy later. Um, 
Let's finish up these debts before we really focus on that. <clears throat> uh, let's bounce it to the veteran, Terrence. What do you got? Second debt. For my second debt, I'm working on something big for someone. It's nearly ready. Uh, they owe me a debt. I'm thinking Jonas has been uh, getting me to look into trying to find the trigger man for uh, for the assassination of the CEO of a local cheese concern that's uh, had a hostile takeover. He's, he's looking for the trigger man. And, uh, I've never seen anyone use the veteran's debt move to, to do information brokering. That's really interesting. I like that. A big thing that you're working on doesn't have to be a physical object. Well, we'll take it that way. That's cool. We're not a very physical group here. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> look, looking, looking across the screen, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're fading in and out of existence there, man. It's not helping you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm so I'm not, I'm not corporeal. I just, yeah, uh, you know. it's, it's, it is what you do. It is what you do. All right. So, so those uh, those debts would they cancel each other out then, or are these no, still things we no, can call on each other? Okay. That is the wild part. You can you can actually do like I'm six deep and he's six deep on me, but that's fine. And you whoever calls him first, and you can you can really play off that in a, a lot of interesting ways. It's like all right, but remember that time you owe me? Ah shit, yes. All right, fine, whatever. But I remember that other time that you did me like this. Like okay, fine, that's cool too. They do exist kind of separate from each other. There's no cancel. So now I owe debts. you two two debts, yes, because I, I am searching for this cheese man assassin. <laughs> is it cheese? What what kind of cheese? Is this the vision I saw? I did, maybe it is not cheese. Maybe it's just I, I saw I saw cheese. The cheese. I assembled. think actually that um, the veteran second move isn't that you owe isn't that you owe him? Uh, they owe you a debt. So Terrence is looking into the cheese thing for Jonas. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that is what I mean. Is it? A, is it? A, but is it a cheese vision that I had? I, I guess. I or perhaps I saw cheese. It's. You tell it's, me. It is very confusing. They come to me uh, in waves, and it is hard to decipher <laughs> the meaning sometimes. So. In waves. Okay. Waves. Yes. Waves. That's okay. what I said. Like the ocean. All right, second move for Vincento. Uh, so, uh, first off, you guys gotta stop getting my name wrong. It's uh, Vicente. V I C E N T E. Vicente. 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 Vicente Marino. Come on, of the Marino family, you know. Um. So, um, I'm keeping something hidden for somebody, and I owe I owe my debt, and uh, you know. Some of these visions that uh, that Jonas over here, they get a little specific for my tastes, and uh, you know, I just can't tell them everything about it. It's just uh, you know, I hear he's you know, this is some sort of trigger man involved somewhere, and I just I don't I don't know much about that, you know. So, so what you're saying is I go to you for help to decide. Oh, wait a minute. These, these visions. Hidden force? Oh, I got this wrong. Hidden for somebody. Not from somebody. Never mind. You're keeping something hidden for somebody. They Ooh, owe you okay. a debt. Oh. Okay, okay, so I guess I just owe everyone now. I mean, actually, someone always ends up on that pile, man. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, but you know, it's... Uh, I can see the veteran having something that he shouldn't have his hands on. Okay. 
he seems seems like the media has he has like a USB drive or something that he just shouldn't possess and he's to keep off of his person. All right, I I'm like happy it. to do that for him. All right, it's a very reasonable <laughs> service. Business is business. Business is business. How many do I owe you for that? A single debt. Right. Just one. Just one debt. Just a, sing, oh. just a single, like a little slice of debt, you know? Just a, bit, just a little... <laughs> little piece, little you know? Ghoul. A little gabagool leave, of debt. Leave the gun. <laughs> leave the gun only. Classic. I know, right? I'll stab oh, you right. in the eye with a cannoli. We Please are talk. Jeff. All right, we we're circling back around to the Oracle. The last yeah. debt move. What are you doing? Yeah, I have to find it again because I keep doing this. Uh, so, um, let me see, Hunter, the Oracle. Okay. So, and I knew this. So, this will sort of work into my my previous debt that I spoke of. So, while I owe the veteran a debt for um, the dire prophecy that I know about him, that I just cannot seem to help him yet, uh, I am in. Um, uh, at the same same time, I am I am helping him uh, realize his true potential. So he keeps trying to retire and is very business oriented. I see in my visions um, grand things for uh, our friend Terence. Not so much for Vincente, but I digress. All right, cool, cool. So, how so he owes work? me. He owes me a single debt. Nice. And is is possibly getting a little frustrated with my emails. <laughs> so Terrence, last move. What do you got? Uh, someone keeps pulling your ass out of the fire. You owe them two uh, debts. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, Jonas. Uh, although he hasn't been able to figure out his his big vision, he has given me some rather timely advice as to when to not be places or when to not meet with certain individuals, which has resulted in my hide staying intact. So oh, I owe I him. Uh, I owe him two debts for that. It's a big one. Nice. So, well played, because now, now we are almost. Now you owe me one, according to my math. Is this correct? <laughs> <laughs> if only they cancelled out like that. Oh, they don't. No, no, they do not. They stack. Oh shit. Yeah, straight up. Now, when it comes down oh. to the actual moment, you can you can start horse trading like that in game. You'd be like, ah, but remember that time. Ah, but remember that time. But remember that time. But the, the benefit to holding on to the debts that you have rather than canceling them out, if you honor your commitments, if you do, in fact, go through and be like, okay, yeah, you did help me out that time. I'm going to do this now. Then you have ammo later to leverage them into behaviors that they may not want to do. And the more you do that, the more you horse trade, the more you undercut your own like political power. And the more you stay aloof, the more you honor your debts, and then hold your commitments in abeyance, the more you can leverage these other poor bastards. And that's really what it's about. I mean, who doesn't like manipulating players? Yeah, that's what we do, this, right? is my, this is my whole thing, yeah. All you, right, should watch, and... you should watch on Tuesdays. <laughs> I, I have caught a couple. I have caught a couple. <laughs> <laughs> And we circle down to Vincente. What you got? Third, third debt. What do we got going on? Yeah. So I mean, 
I keep I, I hating to hop on Terrence here, but uh, I, I don't think uh, Jonas over there being the podcast is going to be up to a dangerous task. So, um, I well, trust the people the truth is a dangerous game. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's is not. It um, <laughs> it's the most dangerous game, of course. All right. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, she... thing, keep away from some werewolves, but uh, we will not go there. Guys, a loony. Um, so you entrust someone with a dangerous task. Uh, ask them if they succeeded or failed. So, uh, do I? Um, how does this work out? Do I ask him now if he succeeded or failed, or is that something later on? What's no, right now. Like, just pitch an idea. Like, uh, I needed you to protect my back from vampires that were coming in my house. Did you did you manage to do it or did you not? Okay. Um, so uh, I actually needed a little more subterfuge than that. I, I needed some some records erased. Uh, seems that uh, I was sort of caught on camera somewhere. Uh, happened to be maybe a family that I'm not so friendly with. Oh, my family might not be friendly with or might be actively at war with. Anyway, I needed my face off of those cameras, and uh, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm just not cut out for that sort of thing. So. And were you able to do it? Is is my is my information removed? Well, Terrence knows the most capable technomancers in town. Uh, he's he's got his fingers into the wizard pie, and he was able to uh, able to hook you up with exactly the services you needed. All right. We, uh, we don't finger wizard pies. On, uh, on <laughs> oh, we're we, we, we drawing the line right there. <laughs> it was it, it was consensual. I mean, wizard the fingering. Part. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, what's that mean, uh, Vincente? Uh, that means, uh, I, I owe him a debt. A single right. debt. A single debt. Alright, you guys have worked through the debt section of the game. Uh, we're gonna flash back to the faction section. It's just like the attributes. Uh, there are four different factions in Urban Shadows. There's Mortal, there's Power, there is Night, and there is Wild. Each one of those represents a particular power block within the supernatural world. Uh, each of you belongs to a particular power block yourself. Uh, oracles belong to power, veterans belong to mortal, and the fae belong to wild. You should have, generally speaking, a higher faction rating with that particular faction that you belong to. But there's always a little bit of wild card. There's a, a plus one that you can move around there, just like anywhere else. You can put yourself at a, a little bit of an advantage somewhere. So go ahead and knock that down. You really don't have to tell me or divulge why or what's going on, but it can definitely inform some character choices. You know, if you're, if you're, for example, I think mortals are the ones that really do flex this the best. If you, if you make the choice to invest in night, that tells us something about you as a mortal. Yeah, you know, where where you are as a veteran or a hunter or one of the aware, like where where did that go? And you know, power. If you decide to invest more heavily in power, that means you're more of a mover and shaker. If you move outside of those circles, maybe you're kind of an ambassador. With wild, wild's kind of a, I'd say it, it's a wild card. Uh, they really are kind of their own thing. They're really not a lot of wild factions. There are the Fey and the Tainted in the core book. So a little bit, a little bit insular. Put your points where you want them. And those are going to influence faction moves later. When you say you put a name to a face, when you hit the streets, things like that. It's going to really drive, like, oh, but I do know a wizard. Okay, well, we're all faction wizard. 
That'd be power. Oh, well, I'm good with that. I've talked to a lot of wizards. They know me. That sort of thing. Right. So let me. Perfect. So I, uh, I, and I, I, I did put. I, although you did not ask, I'm going to tell you. I put my point in mortality. So because obviously, nice. I spent some time with my veteran friend here. Yeah, and you also seem to be really like connected to the, the kind of pulse of the city in a, a very corporeal sense. I see that. Yes. However, the knight is not my biggest fan. So they are, they are my negative one. Oh. Yeah. Ticked off a werewolf, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. They so don't like it. I spill all their secrets. I know I know their dark comings and goings, you know? Their dark comings and goings. So mm-hmm. go ahead and mark down and, and get that. When you get it done, go ahead and give me a high sign so I know what's up. Good, good, good. All right. Juicy. So everyone should be pretty much done with their characters. You've got Sorry, chance. Juicy, you got... juicy. I did say juicy. <laughs> oh, you're going to try me now? funny. Ronnie has a, Ryan has a funny story for you later. Oh. <laughs> Is it, all right, so I, I, I kind of know the reputation with this crew, and the fact that you can't say it on stream bothers me a little bit. I'm a little shocked. I'm a little bit shocked about this already. I'm going to be worried later. Cool. Awesome. It's, Love it. It's uh, how he earned negative one in night, actually. So. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. No, so everyone should be pretty much good. You should be cozy with your characters. You should know your, your relationship to each other. You should have some stories to tell about, like, where people bailed each other out. You should have an idea of where you're at with the other factions in Nocturne, the city that we are playing within. Now, here's the really fun part. I keep saying that about this game, but I, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I really, really am a fan. I, I Danya, I, I thought it was I thought it was great when we, we played before. I'm super excited and, to dive in. It is such a cool game. So here is one of the, I think it's one of the coolest things about Urban Shadows. I have no clue what's going on in the city, but you're about to tell me what is. There is a beginning of session move that happens every time we play where we're not picking up in media res, by which I mean at the start of the game. Yeah, normally we don't know what the hell's going on. We're just sitting down, we're playing for the first time. I've got no idea. I've got no planning, I do no prep. All I do is I work off of what you guys give me. When we start a campaign, we have to do this session move. The start of session, every single player tells me a rumor that they know about. And that is some big schism, some big conflict, some real shit that is going down. You get to tell me what's going on in the city. And that's that's canon. Absolutely 100%. If you tell me that the werewolves have taken over a strip club, and just cheesed off the specters. Cool, that's what's happening. That's true now. If you are a GM and you struggle with prep, uh, games like Powered by the Apocalypse, and especially the way the Urban Shadows does it, man, you cannot you cannot ask for a better situation. <laughs> prep. But, yeah, prep, right? Uh, but the thing is, this isn't done necessarily every session. You know, if we run a game, like we're probably going to do tonight, you know, the next time we meet up, a lot of those threads aren't going to be resolved. And rather than throwing more yarn in the mix, we're just going to roll with it. We will know, as a playgroup, when we need to start injecting those rumors again. Things will be at a down low. They'll, they'll be at an ad and we'll be like, okay, well, well, what have we heard about? And then you guys, as players, you get to pitch ideas. This is your ability to tell me, hey, uh, I'm interested in this sort of game. I think that's really cool. It's a little bit like... Um, Ah, uh, got it. West Marches. Yeah, 
5e yep, west Marches stuff yeah mm-hmm. where the players kind of self-organize and tell you what type of campaign they want to run so each of you is going to tell me you know what's what's interesting what's going on what's what's the what's the haps man if you've got the supplemental material that I've sent you under the basic moves final, you'll see at the top left, the first sheet is session intro moves. Let's kind of tell you a little bit about it. So we're going to start with JD being the veteran of the playing, but not the veteran of the series. Uh, you're going to tell us one character that you trust the least. Oh, it's easy. That is, of course, Vince- Vin- Vincetti. Vincenti. However, you say his name. I don't know. But oh, yeah, right. uh, Vin- Vince- yes. Vicente. V I C E N T E. Vicente. Yeah, whatever, Vic. Whatever. Okay, right. Jonas. <laughs> All right, Vicente. You tell Jonas what faction you think is the most interesting for him to interact with. That's out of that mortal knight power or wild well of course it's got to be the wild you know we're the movers we're the shakers we made these things happen wild baby all right so (laughs) back to Jonas. you mark that faction go ahead and mark that one down check that box you get credit for that which means you're only three factions away from scoring an advancement now and you tell me i am so i am so good at this game already yeah (laughs) And you tell me a rumor or a conflict that you've heard about regarding Wild. So I think this is uh, sort of the overarching thing that um, uh, me and Terence have been discussing, which is mm-hmm. I, I believe this uh, potential assassination may, uh, may occur of some sort of um, bigger family member in this group. Okay, okay. However, I just keep seeing cheese. Uh, I do not know why. Uh, Swiss cheese, perhaps. Uh, perhaps someone is getting shot. I, I, it is a very difficult vision, but it is powerful. Um, and I somehow I think that Terence and I are involved in this, for good or worse. Well, it's Terence, so... Yeah, exactly. All right. And of course, and I... Vin, Vin, Vincetti. Okay. And now, you make a faction roll with wild so you roll 2d6 and you add Ah. to that your rating in wild faction so my my rating is a uno just a one that is a four total all right cool so one of the big things with powered by the apocalypse which urban shadows runs off of is fail forward mechanics seven below um the mc gets to screw you seven through nine i only get to screw you a little bit nine and above you get what you want so when you roll poorly that opens up opportunities for me to make moves i don't do anything unless i'm provoked a little bit there's some language there i don't i don't know how i feel about that we'll go with it Uh, so you rolled a five or four four a four four. yeah all right I need to fight, dry, fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Ah, uh, that's a bad one. You are caught flat-footed, unprepared, and unaware. Uh, I will tell you who is coming at you. So you are caught 
you're caught kind of in meteor res. Shit is going down and things are going bad. Let's let's put a pin on that. I want to see what else triggers from this, and I want to see if I can build some cool narratives there. But you are going to be definitely opening up the the scene and the scenario with being at a terrible disadvantage and being this, this sounds uh, accurate. I told you the truth is a dangerous business to be in. Yeah, I'm but, uh, uh, it must get out. Right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Ah, man. <laughs> uh, let's go to Terrence. Terrence, what do you got? Same deal. You pick someone who you trust least. Um, despite the fact that uh, Jonas keeps saving my life, um, the means by which he does it are very unnerving. Uh, there's no preparation or science or method to it. It's just, it, it seems supernatural and therefore untrustworthy. All right. So you trust him the least. So, what does he mark for his faction? Who's the most interesting for him to to interact yeah, with? Jonas, Jonas, tell us what uh, tell us what Terrence is going to be dealing with. Uh, I will say that the most um, interesting for um, Terrence will be uh, the knight, because I think that is that in particular is a is a hot button item for for me personally, because it is right. where I find the most of the. Under uh, the scheming, if Ooh, you the scheming. Mm. All right. So, Mark Knight on Terence's character sheet. That means you get credit for that. That means you're only three away from getting your first advancement. Advancement can come really quick. It's a lot in the player's hands. You can you can trip. Uh, if you really want to push it, if you want to be a spotlight hog, nothing doing that you can't trip three advancements in, that, in a session. But. Tell us a rumor or a conflict, something that's going on with Knight that Terrence knows about. It sounds like the Knight faction is uh, going through a an internal power struggle between the vampires and the werewolves. Like the the argument over feeding grounds is finally coming to a boiling point. Okay. Judging by the kind of jobs that are coming across uh, Terrence's plate. That is just a surface, Terrence. I tell you, there is more to it. That this is a ploy. It is a, <laughs> a smokescreen. Of what is really happening? I don't see all that because of the jobs that you're getting. The vampires right? are turning the werewolves gay. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> in the water. It's in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Internet. I had to. No, no, that's valid. That's valid. I like it. I like Poor it. frogs. <laughs> uh, man, frogs can't even catch it. I'm not. Oh, right. <laughs> Go ahead and roll with night, Terrence, before the frogs turn gay. <laughs> the werewolves. The werefrogs. The werefrogs, yeah. yes, thank you. Uh, yeah. That is a six plus zero. So yeah, six. Jonas, would you say they're ambiphidian? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A certain. A six, yeah. All right, you are also flat-footed, and people are gunning for you. This group is off to a strong start. Uh, is this a typical negative two group? Is this how it goes? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, let's see if we can go three for three. Let's go. All right, uh, Vincetti, who do you trust the least? I mean, there's no way that Oracle has any any idea what he's th- what he's talking about. He's, he's got no idea. 
How? How can you sit in the room and all oh, I get visions? You gotta have your ear on the street in order to know what's going on. That's why you ask me all the questions. All right. So, what are we marking for our local fay? So this is the problem, right? Because they they just refuse to understand the truth and 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 how it how it is affecting the world they live in. Uh, I will say for the fay, uh, it would be. Um, I will also give him Fey, because I think yeah, that is the, the big ones that I am speaking of. What did you say? He's always marking wild? Wild, yes. So nice. sorry. All right, no, it's cool. All right, so go ahead and mark that on uh, Vincetti's character sheet, and then roll with wild. 2d6. Maybe you can get me out uh, of this, this, this mess. I, I think here. I'm already part of the wild faction, though, so would that have been marked already, or is it? No. Okay. Okay. And uh, roll, uh, roll with wild. Uh, session intro. Let's... There are three D. Throw two D six and add the rating oh. of your wild faction to it. Wow! Look at that. Yeah. So that was a five and a six plus two. So that's thirteen. Ooh. All right. Big swing. Big hit. All right. That is that is nice. Ah. You are prepared and everything. Of course I am. Of course. But what are you prepared for? Listen, we uh, it's not a secret. Uh, the vampires and the werewolves are coming ahead, right? We can't have the sort of imbalance in the underground though. This this is bad for business, bad for everybody. So, we're uh, the wild uh, are ready to intervene if need be. All right, so the wild already knows about this conflict, and they are prepared to drive a wedge between and, and get things solved. Is this like a peace meet? Is this like a peacemaking? Operation? No, this is to shut the hell up and keep things at the status quo. This is no peace. Oh, okay. All right, you're, so you're, you're ruining already... all the business prospects. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, because you rolled as well as you did, you can either have a debt on someone in that faction or you know something useful or you have a useful piece of equipment oh i i'm all about the knowledge broker so i, I know something useful uh, i think it uh... okay so the useful thing that you know is not only is the wild ready to shut this all down but they started it They provoked That's right. They started okay. the whole thing. Those territories, those grounds, the werewolves and the vampires fighting over, that's something that's been set up a hundred years ago, and it's finally coming to fruition. And your cousin, well, it's, I mean, we call it a cousin, but it's really your uncle's nephew's grandfather's like roommate. Yeah, it's just easier, though, is, you know, yeah. we, we got, they got paperwork on the lineage five miles long, you know. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, you actually know what's going on. You know the, the way this was manipulated, and you know that this is a setup. The idea is to provoke them into going all out. Nocturne's a pretty chill town. This sort of open warfare isn't really accepted by anyone, and by stepping in and shutting it down as the wild, it's going to get big kudos from the Fey courts. And you know that you are all responsible for it top to bottom. It's brilliant, brilliant setup. Hundreds of years in the making. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's because you guys are clever. 
to Terence, I tell you, it's a, it's, this is a smoke screen. There's something bigger <laughs> happening here. There's something bigger happening. <laughs> All right. All right. So we have run through character creation. We have run through session start. We have ideas about what's going on for the session. We have two characters stuck right where in the middle of it, provoked and with guns blazing towards them. Uh, I would like to go ahead and grab a cup of tea for myself. Is it okay if I take a fiver? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a great yeah. spot to do it. So let's go ahead and take a quick five minute break. Uh, for those of the people, I, you know, I, I noticed we got a, a, a few people in chat. Uh, we are doing a dice giveaway uh, through uh, Dragonite Dice. It is for our, uh, essentially is a, a character themed dice set for Hayes, which is Ryan's character in our Tuesday games here on Negative Charisma. Um, Soul, that includes you, man. Earn those channel points and uh, go ahead and go ahead and submit a, uh, what do you call that? An entry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's 2,000, uh, 2000 boiled eggs thing. per entry. Yeah. All right. You know right. why boiled eggs? No, I don't. Why is that? God, I was hoping somebody would. Anyways, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, we will be right back in like five minutes. Uh, click the button, win some dice, and uh, yeah, stick around. We'll see you soon. All right. Hey, it's Ryan from Negative 2 Charisma. Enjoying the podcast? Then you might enjoy some of our other content. Visit twitch.tv forward slash negative two charisma for other shows and monthly dice giveaways. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the animation is <laughs> great. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> I know. I, I don't care that we're on. Everyone knows it. I'm just saying the animation is great. Yeah, the animation is cool. Like when you guys sent me that at like stepping out of the the cool, like I'm a cool guy that does like running games. That animation was cool shit. <laughs> Thanks, man. Like, oh man, I don't know how to live up to that. The static and everything, that's cool. All right. No, so that's the beauty. That's the beauty of negative two. We look great. You have zero expectations. Again, we yeah. <laughs> we set that bar incredibly low. Thank you. Um, and, and trust me, we will tell people how terrible you were as a part of this group. Oh, God, please. Tear me down. Yeah, all, all, all week. I mean, Saturday, Happily. just wait for it. Mm. Oh, yeah, Saturday, you're getting roasted. I don't know. We we struggle with the self-promotion big time. So we, we get a Ryan and I get a yeah. kick out of just bashing ourselves on the internet <laughs> because a lot of people a lot of people take because it's just different. A lot of people take it very seriously. And they yeah. should because it's like a passion project that they're chasing after, and I and I 100% applaud that. I don't have that same ability, and for us, this is very much just what we do to, you know, yeah, not do drugs on the streets, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that's the other option. I think I think oh, I have I a few other all, options besides all, again, that. We are all ex-musicians. There were. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty long break we took. I could have been anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the streets for a, a, a shocking portion of my time. It's not that bad. The drugs definitely make it easier. But this is a wholesome <laughs> channel, and we're going to play some Urban Shadows. So, yeah, wholesome. let's go. All right, Urban Shadow is in a wholesome. Welcome back to family-friendly <laughs> Urban Thank Shadow. You. Thank you. All right, let's go. All right, so I know two of you are deep in the shit. You have gotten a bad roll to start off the session, and you are you are... Having danger knock on your door. Let's make that literal. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on JD here. So we're gonna go right to uh, Jonas. And there is a there is a hammering, there's a rapping, a tapping on your door. And no, it's a cop knock. Someone's just like beating on the the solid panel of your door. And you hear in the absolute worst American accent you have ever heard, Voice de Casa. <laughs> I was in the, I, I, that was a two minute spot I was recording. Oh, oh, fuck's sake. And I, I take my headphones off Where and I step away from the computer. Yeah. And, uh, and I walk up, I walk to the door and I look through the peephole and I open it and obviously it's got the chains, right? So it's on my apartment. And obviously I just got the chains. chains. Was ist los? Uh, is, is, uh, I, I have no cheese here for you. Was is this? Wrong house. There's an awkward pause. As everyone realizes, no one knows what the hell is going on. And then the door gets kicked in. This is evidently not something that can be discussed through uh, wood. And also the people kicking in the door are very obviously not mortal. They I have a security this... deposit here. I, 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 who is going to pay for this? Oh, uh, God. <laughs> So, Voos de Kesa seems to be the extent of their German. Uh, they they know that the case is the Kesa, the cheese, it, where it is, and that's about all they got. They are currently kicking in your door, and the door is absolutely going to fall. You have maybe three seconds to, to do something here before these guys burst through. Now, you were looking through the people, right? So I actually I, I'm gonna say I had it open, but the with the chain. But I think the second they started to kick it, I, or when I said you know cool. not here, I would have slammed the door shut. All right, cool. So outside of that, there is something you need to do at the start of every session as an oracle. Please roll that. Yeah. This is going to go well. <laughs> oh, okay. So eight could be could have been verse. Old one. Oh, I am holding, sir. Uh, In case you missed my earlier comments. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a hold button. Is there, do we have a hold? It's always one of those things with these modules. Yeah, you never really know if they've yeah, got see, yeah, I was super excited if it was here, and then, uh, of course, Roll20 failed me again. That's one of the reasons why I told you guys, like, just do whatever makes sense for your character. If you want to record it on paper, if you want to, like, get a cuneiform and like do some clay tablets they try to take that care of the environment that is all clay is recyclable man it goes back to earth i just wanted to save that um so uh yes okay so i am i am holding one yeah und they are kicking in my door you say yeah uh so i uh, I'm going to panic. Uh, I'm going to go over to my computer. I'm going to rush. I'm going to shut everything down. I'm going to take a, a, a um, sort of a uh, external hard drive that I have, and I'm going to put it in my pocket. I'm going to grab my my jacket, which is a sort of light ball, um, like a dark green color. <laughs> it it is it probably has some sort of um, like the uh, Nocturne Zoo or something. something um, Nocturne Zoo. That's in the fucking yes. game now. Yeah, Nocturne Zoo. 
so it, it uh, was yeah. So it's it's got like some sort of logos that clearly I've never worked there, but I have this jacket. Uh, I put on a ball cap over my head, and then I will climb out of my window and start to head down the fire escape. All right. So I knew this day was coming. I was prepared. I have known all along. You knew all along this was coming. That seems a lot like acting under fire. You know, if these guys break in before you're down that exit, they're going to shoot you. Probably in, like, the lower back or the spleen region, which is important to the entire moving and living thing. So I'm going to need you to roll under fire. Ah, my specialty. Do you have that pulled up on your side? So I can roll um, for under fire, you say. Mm -hmm. What would I add for that? That's, uh, you can do with escape situation, keep your cool, under fire, all of that is going to be with blood. You're trying to get out of a shit situation. So it is, uh, I have a zero, I have a zero in blood, um, okay. so that would be a seven. Do you have anything that allows you to substitute something for blood when you are trying to escape situation? I do not believe so. You um, don't, but... It's worth asking. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to bail. And you try and get out, and you roll the seven. And it was nice to know you, Jonas. Uh, Jonas was good. Yeah, ich ich habe ein sieben. Yeah. Du sorry, du habst ein sieben. That means that means you get to choose two. Uh, you can suffer harm during your escape. You may end up in another dangerous situation, which provoking the DM is or the MC is always a great idea. Please, please, please try me. Uh, <laughs> you leave something important behind. You owe someone a debt for your escape, or you give in to your base nature and you bark corruption. You have must pick two. I have if to you've pick got two, yeah. If you've got, uh, I, so I would say head, I take. Uh... I will say I take um, one harm, uh, perhaps on the fire escape. It is is old. It is um, uh, rusty. Okay, perhaps okay. I, I cut myself on the window. Perhaps I take a bullet. Um, but uh, we'll do more than one. But we'll we'll go with it. Okay, so I I will take uh, one harm and I will leave something important uh, behind. Okay. Which was so, by the way the thing that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Terence was looking for it. I had all the data that he, he needed oh, for that. Uh, yeah. And that was about the cheese head, right? No, so I, I think I, I was looking into the, the cheese head. Uh, Terence, you needed something else from me, yeah? Uh, throwing you debts? There's two instances here where I owe you debts. Yeah. Don't breathe too much into the debts, just roll the narrative. Yeah, so uh, anyways, uh, Terence was uh, investigating something. Um, he, he was looking, it was, he, he needed uh, some some uh, files er erased. Oh, However, sure. in typical fashion, I made a I copy of them <laughs> before, you know, after, before I erased them. Uh, so that is, yeah. So that is what is on the hard drive, or it, right. it is on the thumb drive, unfortunately. All right, so that gets that gets left behind, and yeah. you take a you take a single harm as you crash through the window, tumble down the fire escape, and end up in an alley behind your your home. Uh, meanwhile, everyone is asking about the cheese. 
you are, I guess, probably terrified and confused by a bunch of jackbooted thugs in America kicking in your door asking about cheese and chasing you out of your apartment. Terrified uh, is a good word. Uh, I, confused, I'm not certain, because I sort of knew this was coming. Uh, it was only a matter of times they have been bugging my phones. They have... Um, they have been, I, I, I know... I, I was prepared for this contingency. However, I left that goddamn hard drive. So I mean, you can't win them all. Can't win them all. Now, who else yeah. rolled really, really poorly and uh, is is about to gain my ire? Uh, I rolled uh, not so hot for that as well, if I recall. What did yeah. I get? Yeah, I know it's you, Terrence. So a similar thing happens to you, but perhaps not in the best of situations. Which is to say, they are not foolish enough, by any means, to confront a veteran on their home turf. Instead, you get held up in your car. Do you have a car, or do you have a motorcycle? I know the veteran's got some flex there. Oh, oh, Terrence has a, a very reasonably priced, affordable, and reliable uh, modern sedan. Yeah, the, the most badass veteran that's ever existed. <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a Kia, don't you? Oh, just, just that mileage? Just Wait, how do you say no? All right, fine. <laughs> All right you weenie. Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're driving home from whatever shenanigans you get up to, and someone, or someone's, uh, carjacks you, man. Like they they come up and they put a gun to the window, uh, trigger warning for violence by the way for the stream, uh, and uh, and they say, "Give us the case." Um, is there anybody mean? else? Is there anybody else present at this scene? Uh, any bystanders? Anyone Terrence might recognize? Do me better than that. Okay. Because you can. You can do better than that. Do you want a little bit of help there? This yeah, is a absolutely. New game. This is a new game. So what I would suggest doing, if you really want to flex on the way that this game works, if you really want to manipulate the scenes and the setting, you tell me, no, because I know that guy. Or maybe I know his buddy, or maybe I know the guy that's in the background. I want to put a name to that face. And actually, now that you mention it, um, yeah, first time I encounter an NPC, uh, old friends, old favors. Ooh, I can, uh, that acquire, base? I can that, declare is, them an old friend. Yeah. Is that is that something you get base as a veteran? Yeah, yeah. That's stock? Yeah, that that's is cool. uh, that you get that right out the gate. Oh, right. So tell me a little bit about that. So I know this guy. Uh, name's Pete. He's a he's a low-level operative, kind of a kind of an aspiring muscle type, but not the most competent. Um, but I know him, so I'm going to roll to see what kind of relationship we have. Okay. What do you roll? Uh, I roll with um, with mind. Yeah, with mind. Okay. So that is a five plus uh, one from the mind stat. Ooh. Why do they want you dead? Uh, he feels that I don't give him the opportunities he deserves. What's his name again? Uh, Pete. 
eight, eight ones. This is one of I'm sorry. Hi. So you realize that Pete is one of those guys that you've tried to work with, and you know, Petey boy, he's not the, not maybe not the brightest, maybe not the most reliable. You've tried, because he's he's a good guy. He's a great shot with a gun. He's tenacious and tough as hell. And now he's outside your window and he's gonna shoot you in the spleen. And this is not maybe the best time of your life. So what do you do? Then, it's, it's pistol Pete. Let's not get ourselves. Pete. <laughs> I think he goes by pistol Pete. It's pistol Pete on the streets. Pistol Pete on the streets. I don't even want to know what he is between the sheets. Let's not go there. He's pistol Pete. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, also pistol Pete. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is that type of channel now. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, so yeah, what do you do? Um, He's gonna shoot you. I'm gonna try and try and talk him down with promises of uh, future opportunities. You know, this is this is very unprofessional, Pete. This is this is not the way that uh, professionals uh, get a beating going, um, accosting each other in the street. But uh, surely we could we could get together in a more reasonable fashion and discuss the advancement of your career. Fuck you, Terrence. Always calling me Pistol Pete. God damn it. Turn your shit. I'm fucking kill you. You gotta make a good argument. What are you gonna leverage on this guy? Like, just telling him, I don't think this is professional. Pete don't care. Pete ain't smart enough for that. What do you got What do you got on this guy? Well, the uh, the, the promise of, of future work. I mean, by killing me, that's, that's, that's a momentary satisfaction, but it closes all the doors that I could hold open for him. God, I hope you don't argue like that. I will give you the credit. There you go. Uh, let's do it. Uh, what do you want to say that is? Uh, if you've got an idea with the mechanics, I want your idea. But if you don't have an idea, I've got some thoughts. Of what uh, What I could be specifically promising old Pistol Pete here? Not really pers like promising, but like if there's a particular role that you're aiming for, you know, tell me now so we can kind of refine that. Or if you don't know, if you're like, just this is what I do and like what role would that be? Hit me up uh, with that. Yeah, I was going for the for the persuasion, trying to persuade him not to uh, you know, shove a pistol in my teeth. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> sounds like persuading NPC, like if you kill me, you won't get any jobs. That's a that's a solid persuasion. And the pistol does not help the nickname, by the way. I'm, I'm, <laughs> man should be at least using like a shot. Uh, so mm. you're rolling with heart. With heart. Do you have anything that changes your roles? I don't think you do on that one. On persuasion, nothing I know of. That's so with heart. That is a six plus one. Hell yeah! So a seven is enough to get you some shit. They will modify the terms. So Pistol Pete, he's got the gun pressed to the glass of your your car window, and he says, "Give me the case. Give me the case." And you're like, whoa, 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 buddy. This is really unprofessional to like hold up the guy that's getting jobs. Why don't we reconsider this? And he thinks about it. This takes a while. Just beats maybe not the cleverest person around. He says, man. Damn it. You didn't give me work. He holsters the gun. He pauses on that and he processes it. And you can see the cogs turning. You know Pete. Pete's not the cleverest. Takes a little bit. 
but he thinks about it. He's like, all right, fine. We'll let this go. So he, he puts the pistol away, but he says, Terrence, man, you owe me. You owe me. You know that. Got to give me better work. Got to let this go. I let this go. Do you recognize the debt? Do you do do you allow that? You roll with that. Oh, uh, do I accept the debt? I mean, that's that's what this is. He's letting you go. That's a debt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else, what else can you do there, right? Got to take yeah, the debt. Hey, okay. uh, so you've got a debt with uh, Pistol Pete, who is a low level thug. You've worked with him in the past, but in this moment, he could have shot you, and you said, "Whoa, do you really want to shoot the guy that gives you money?" And he's like, "You know what?" On second thought, maybe I am that smart. He lets it go. So I'm deconstructing these scenes just a little bit more than I will as we go on so that we can kind of get the feel for how the game works. Cool. Uh, this is this is part of what the debt economy works off. You have to recognize it. If you don't, if they don't, it doesn't count. Like if it's, if it's Basically, not, we're going to come back and kill Pete. I get it. I mean, someone's got to, probably. Or, or I mean, he might have something like you need to set me up with a, a really great like date at a like a a good fucking Italian place, and then you have to trade a favor. With I know just the place. Yeah, right. I mean, you have to, <laughs> to fulfill your like debt with the speed. That's how this game goes. <laughs> but you were just held up at gunpoint. Someone asking for a case. Like they want the case, and and Pete was the guy that did it, and he lets it go because he knows that if he kills you. He ain't going to get any work from you. And that ain't how it do. Because you told him, like, bro, why? Like, you're going to shoot me. That's not going to get you any money long term. And it worked. It did. But you do come out of it with owing Pistol Pete because he did not shoot you in the face, which is great. So this has happened to two people. We're going to jump over to Vincenti. Vincenti. Vincenti? <laughs> You know, we're just gonna go. We're just gonna go with Vinny. Just Vinny. Vinny. We'll keep it short. Vin. That's what they. That's that's what everybody calls me anyway. It's Vinny. So, you know, Vicente is the real name, but we'll go with Vinny. Vicente. Vicente. Okay. Vinny the Fay. Shit's going down, man. You are you are at the maybe not the peak, but you are definitely one of the few in the know that knows what's going on with the Fay. You know. You know, dude. That this is something that's been engineered for a while. The uh, werewolves and the vampires, they've been engineered this entire turf war. Your people are behind it, and you are all about it. It is one of those things you are probably thrilled to know about. So what are you doing? Um, well, you know, things are coming together really nicely. I don't, I don't have to poke too much there, um, but... I do make yeah. myself present in sort of the camps in the areas where, you know, you know, where the werewolves and the vampires sort of hang out. So, you know, beginning of the day, I sort of coast the streets around werewolf territory and just kind of, you know, I grab a sandwich, maybe a cup of coffee, stand on the sidewalk, eat it a little bit, just keeping the, keeping an eye out. And then uh, as the day moves on, then, you know, I start to make my way to vampire camp and see if I, I see anybody going anywhere special or uh, hear anything specific you know just uh, being being a clever guy okay. 
So you're working kind of that night side of things, trying to trying to get a little bit of information, trying to be the arbiter, kind of arbitrage thing. I just want to make sure that they know that I'm around and I'm friendly and they can trust me with the finely earned information. Okay. What factions do you have marked right now? Isn't it just wild? Just wild. Wow. All right. Give me a little bit here. Is there anything you need or any places of power that you want to investigate, kind of check into? Maybe lean on a little bit? Uh, what would be considered a place of power? Places of power aren't just like supernatural power. They can also be temporal, real world, like secular. Like a police precinct is a place of power for mortal. If you are skirting the edges between the vampires and the werewolves, trying to figure out this territory, you're kind of exceeding your scope as a lesser echelon of the Fae. But that's definitely, that sounds to me, as the GM, MC, as someone that's investigating place power. You're trying to figure out what's really going on here. What's what's the hacks? And yeah. you're flip-flopping. It sounds like that a little bit. Is that right? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... Yeah, kind of get some familiarity with the territories of, you know, the hangouts of these places, whether it's the uh, the coffee shop with the uh, the old, uh, you know, um, uh, prohibition door in the back. And I know that they kind of use that as their, you know, so maybe I'll go buy, maybe I'll go buy a sandwich there or something, you know, that, that sort of, yeah. So the, the corner bodega, specifically the werewolves, they run this great bodega that uh, finally ch- chop meats all the time, that the butcher is phenomenal. And I happen to know that... Um, yeah, out back they um, they have conversations. Okay. I'm a little bit more this about this bodega. Uh, you know, it, you wouldn't it, you just pass by it if you didn't know it was there. There's a there's this old wooden sign that really looks like it needs to be painted, but no one's really paid attention to it. It's unfortunate. It looks finely crafted. Uh, and you go in, and there's a couple tables to the left hand side, only two of them, and there's a TV with Kino on there, just so when hey. people and you know. And, um, you know, you go up and the, uh, the sandwich counter is on the right hand. And I know the guy behind the counter. I've been here before. You know, it's not yeah, my first yeah. time here. But um, uh, this is Arthur. Arthur makes the best Philly cheesesteak you've ever had in your life. So I'm going to order up one of those <laughs> as I walk through the door. All right. So Arthur knows you. He knows you real well. You've been here only a couple times, but he knows. He knows. He knows who you are. Part of the fake courts. It's what it do. So he, you walk in, you give him that eye, you start to order, he's like, ah, <laughs> I got you, I got you, I got you. Don't forget the mayonnaise, you remember the mayonnaise, all right. Yeah, I remember the mayonnaise, I remember the mayonnaise, I got you, I got you, I got you. So go ahead and roll uh, Faction Plus Knight. What we're doing right now is investigating police power. You're trying to get a feel for the streets. You're really trying to figure out who owns it, what's going on, and what's really going on beneath the surface. And of course, the best way to go there you hit the delicatessens, you hit the cafes, you hit the bodegas. That street food is what's rude. Of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, that's hit the streets. Or hold on a second. It's yeah. just a, the, it's a two d six with the night modifier, right? That's exactly right. Um, now, don't forget whenever you roll one of those things that's plus night, or if you cash in the debt, go ahead and mark that faction. It's important. Super okay, I rolled. Uh, I rolled a nine. Nine. 
right. So, on a hit, you see below the surface to the reality beneath. Arthur is tense. You can tell he is almost relieved to see you there. You're wild. You're part of a different faction. You are part of Knight. Knight currently is struggling. They've got this territory dispute going on. This uh, this entire neighborhood's going to change, maybe. He doesn't know if tomorrow he's going to have a shop to work in. That makes him tense. But he sees you and he kind of lights up. He's like, hey, this guy knows what's up. He's not part of this entire deal. I can trust Vinny. I know Vinny. Vinny's not part of this. So he he does you your he does you the mayo, slaps it down on that wax paper that's got a check mark like you do, that plastic shitty bag. Uh, oh, sorry, perfect. Yeah, it just throws it to you. And he gives you an extra side of fries that are just completely drenched. They're ah, uh, you didn't have to do that. That was too kind. Na- the nastiest sauce you have ever eaten in your life. Loving it. He says, hey, we good? Uh, pal, you do me, hey. you do me too kind. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. So, uh, what you know about what's been going on lately, man? Uh, I know you, I know you know that, uh, <laughs> things, things been kind of, they've been, been rough. Tight. Yeah, they've been, been rough, real man. rough. Not you know, the, doesn't, uh, doesn't, you know, you know, from the wild side of, looking, looking over the shoulders from the wild side of things, you know, okay. well, we're just wondering what's going on. You know, it seems like you guys might need a, need a little help. Yeah. He kind of, he kind of, you can see his body posture like shift. He doesn't want to say that he needs help, but yeah, he's too proud for that. But he, there's something about him that says, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we do need help. Now, you know. I gotta, I gotta ask you, like, out of character, what side's Arthur on? He's, he's a werewolf, you said? Yeah, this is a werewolf bodega. All right, but is he about the change or is he not about it? Is he, is he one of those that's like, you know, this neighborhood's kind of shit. We need to move into better places. Or is he trying to hold down? It feels to me like this is a guy that's trying to hold down like a family, like bodega. That he's, I, he's I, really- I feel, I feel Arthur. I really do. Because it's, it's all about family, you know. And he's just trying to keep uh, the family the way it was. Uh, he doesn't want uh, things to change. I mean, of course what? not. No one does. But, you know, uh, he does understand that you got to eat. And- you know, if there's pressure on one side or the other, I mean, he's looking out for himself. He really doesn't want to be in this, but he doesn't know if he has any choice between his loyalties and, you know, feeding his belly. Okay, okay. So he says, like, uh, how bad is, how bad is it going to look? I know you got the that outside perspective. I know you know what's going on in the streets. I know you're the one that knows, like, who's doing who. How fucked am I, man? And it doesn't, it doesn't look great, bud. Hey, you know, uh, vampires uh, are calling you ferals, you know? Yeah, hey, it's not great. You can, you can see claws, like, actually like, hey, hey. slide out from the fingers. Easy, there might be mortals around, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, the things that they say you're calling them, you know, like ticks? You calling them ticks? Oh, nobody ticks. I mean, well, they are ticks, but I ain't calling them that. Well, that's what they hear, and they hear that you guys are calling them ticks, so, you know. Oh, 
Look, I think all I'm, all I'm trying to do is sell some fucking meat. Like I'll cook I, some pigs, I'll cook some cows, I'll sell some people some meat. I'll just, you just I like me, family, buddy. Man. I got a family, man. You know, I, I wish to be there at some point. I have, have not had the honor of finding the fine fae lady that would, uh, you know, take this hand. But, um, you know, listen. We know, and you know it in your stomach, this is going to end in a lot of blood. Going to be a lot. Uh, I look forward to it, but I don't, you know? Yeah, I know. You know, it's a shame that, uh, you know... There's only some other, you know, like a middle path you could take. It'd be interesting. Be very interesting. He kind of looks and he he slides down into the the booth with you. Just kind of sits down, settles. Says, "Vinny, I know, I know you know the people around here. I know you're talking. I know you're talking on your own regards, but I know you also talk for other people as well sometimes." On occasion. Can you do something for me? Depends on what that something is. What you need. All right. All right. So we're going to flip to... Uh, we're going to flip to Terrence. He's got uh, almost mugged while you're in the car. You got carjacked by uh, a random. What are you doing? Well, at this point, uh, Terrence is rather curious as to who's... Uh... Hiring, hiring such incompetent uh, personnel to you know work these kind of jobs on him. Wow. So he's the uh... wow. You just want to go there with Pete and call him incompetent? No, oh, I mean, I mean, wow. There's a reason why Pete doesn't get the best work. But let's be honest <laughs> with mean, ourselves. I mean, fair. I mean, fair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Terrence is. Uh, he's going to try and get his hands on like somebody who can who can follow Pete back to see who he reports to. Try and work his way up the chain, you know, from, from there. Okay. He can get an idea of who's, like, contracting these jobs. He can start to put a picture together, right? So, I mean, when it comes to connecting the, uh, kind of the pieces and putting threads together and knowing more than anyone else, is there any names that come to mind? Got us. <clears throat> for, uh, for other power brokers, movers, shakers, stuff like that? You do. do have a couple debts on someone, don't you? <laughs> true that's true i guess it would probably be a pretty good time to get a hold of old jonas eh jonas has uh, got some unusual ideas about how things work all right so how do you get a hold of him i uh, i pull out my well, very reasonably priced but high quality <laughs> smartphone nothing nothing extravagant mind you you know a mid-range option that performs very admirably and can, uh I, having worked in telephone i could name some we're gonna run a good <laughs> Yeah, in Jonas, by the way, there's like eight different contacts because you you know that he buys a burner phone every week, right? <laughs> so you're gonna go through like the first one's like a Spanish woman picks up, the next one is like some angry werewolf, and then finally you're like, God damn! What, 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 yeah. And then, then no. Terrence you know, takes the time to talk briefly with each of these wrong numbers that he speaks with, like like like, so like he genuinely cares about the people on the other end and is sorry for for disturbing them. You know, they hears little snippets about their lives and relates. <laughs> Files that are long, pays someone else for it, gets paid by someone else. So you eventually get in contact with our uh, Oracle friend, yeah? 
Uh, I would actually say is that the the phone rings and goes right to voicemail. It <laughs> is, uh, uh, yeah, you 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 know what to do. So what's the voicemail? That's the voicemail. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what's what to do. What's the voicemail that he leaves? Oh, okay. Ah, Jonas, it is your accountant. It seems that somebody has a curious interpretation of tax law, and I was hoping that I could use your expertise to, to enlighten me as to where they could have learned such things. Please, please, call me at your earliest convenience. I hope all is well. All right. So we're going to cut to you, Jonas. You are currently uh, <laughs> a de-escalating a fire escape <laughs> out the backside of your apartment while pistol oh, yeah, totally. people are kicking in your door. And your phone rings and goes to voicemail. What are you doing in the meantime? So, um, so, uh, so I have a, a again a contingency plan, but uh, I, I am familiar with this sort of thing. So, uh, Jonas moves out to the street. He pulls the hat, his ball cap down low. Um, it is the nocturne nights. Yeah. Um, so, and he pulls the the cap down uh, and puts his hands in his pockets, and he uh, begins to sort of side eye his way over across the street. To where there happens to be a very convenient bodega that is in just the right sort of eye line, so that he can see the door. Uh, Arthur is 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 a bit of a loudmouth. He he speaks too much, um, but he uh, has bought into some of my conspiracy theories. Arthur knows what's going on. Yeah, he seems to be yeah. a well-connected so, uh, person. So I don't I don't particularly look at anyone uh, when I when I enter, uh, but I mm. grab a newspaper and just sort of begin to stout the window through the top of it. I don't know how I suddenly became a Frenchman, but uh, I am trying to stop that. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah, so I so I sort of look out the um, over the top of you know you you've seen these movies yeah where the spy you know, or the person being followed is sort of looking trying to look inconspicuous. So I just immediately walk in. I grab a, a newspaper, start flipping through it, um, and start you know, sort of muttering to myself. It's a fucking cheese. Why, why? I knew there was something with this cheese, but I, I, I could not. I cannot put my finger on it. What have you got marked faction-wise right now? Uh, I think I have uh, Wild. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and put a face to a name with Arthur? Yeah. With Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead and oh. throw uh, plus night. Plus night, which is negative one. So I'm six. Fun. Okay. Hmm. Mark Knight. Also sick of my shit. You know them, but you owe them. Go ahead and mark down that you owe Arthur a debt. So, yeah, so yeah, Arthur has asked me to do some work with his security systems in this bodega because he was having some problems with uh, some some yeah, younger vampires yeah, being disrespectful to this uh, sign and um, writing nasty things about ferals and, and whatnot. I, I don't fully understand this bias that these beings have towards each other, but uh, they're all collaborating to take down uh, the city. So... Um, mm. I may have also recorded my own feed of this camera 
and it was discovered and Arthur was was not too happy with me. I probably should not have discussed it on my podcast. Wow. <laughs> okay. So not only did you Oh man, that is complicated, dude. Wow. I like, that. I like that a lot. So we're gonna flash back to Vinny. And you see Giannis slide in, ball cap tucked, grabs paper, Arthur looks, the hackles raise, and the hackles raise. Extra fur, the entire mantling, silver streaks through the hair, a low growl, and he lets it go for the moment. But you can tell Arthur is not best pleased. What are you doing? You know that guy? I know that guy. That guy's Yeah, I know him too. That guy that guy cannot keep his mouth shut. I'm gonna give him a sandwich. Maybe that'll put something around his fucking lips. Be right hey, back. Do, do do me a favor, hold on a second. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I reach reach behind the deli bodega counter and I take a big chunk of cheese and I cut a big chunk of cheese. And and uh, just uh, just put this on the plate with the sandwich. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll I'll pay for it. Don't worry. You, know. you pay for the whole sandwich. Okay. You good. You good. You good, fam. So you get slid a sandwich that's just absolutely uh, a nightmare of food. What um, is this? I did not order this. It is it is pastrami. It is not on rye. It's a white bread. But who would do, who would commit such an atrocity on pickles. with this? There are pickles. And there's ketchup. The bread is buttered uh, on the uh, outside. I, I did not. I did not ask for this. I, I don't know where this is. This a joke? Uh, you, some there are, there are people coming for me as we speak. I am trying to be, uh, as they say, like the shadows. They're hunting me down. Is are you in on you, this? Is this what the cheese is? Are you a like part of this shadows. scheme? Confess to me now. Confess. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're staying right here. And he reaches over, locks the door, and flips the sign to closed. Terrence, how are things going for you, buddy? Um, Terrence is uh, on his way back to his modestly priced, uh, reasonably located. You know, it's a very wise investment, uh, this condo that he's bought into. Mm -hmm. so it's an up-and-coming <laughs> area, but there is the occasional uh, instance still as the neighborhood works itself out of uh, people shoving pistols in your face on your drive home. Yeah, I mean, that such, is, such, such is the price of capital gains uh, when, you, when you make these kinds of investments, right? Uh, Terrence, Terrence. Is, Terrence is a little shook up. He's, he's not having a good time. Okay. What are you trying to get done? Um, he's trying to get home so that he can, uh, you know, kind of go through his uh, his mental files of who might be who might have it out for him. Who's who's looking Easy. for? Was it was it case? Is that uh, the the German word for cheese? Kesa. Kesa. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to try and figure out what that word means for one because Terence does not speak German. I mean, that's a quick Google. You got that one on the <laughs> on the drive. You want to be uh, bold? Can't operate a smartphone while driving. That's 
It's very and not, unprofessional. And not wreck. I mean, we can do that. We can do that. We're human <laughs> beings. We're good. We're good. Supernatural, like weird heroes that we are. I think. I think you got that in the pocket. Um, it was. It was at a stoplight. Dan Terrence wouldn't break the law. Yeah, it was at yeah. a stoplight. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. That bang. Hey. Uh, no. Um. What are you trying to accomplish? Like bigger than just figuring things out. Like in this scene, what are you trying to do? Uh, he's uh, trying to leverage his, like, get a hold of um, of Jonah so that he can leverage some debt on him to get him to follow uh, Pistol Pete back to wherever he's reporting to. That's okay. uh, the overall the overall goal here. So Jonas, pretty much just waiting to hear from him. Yeah, Jonas, you get a, a text message or a couple of text messages from Terrence that says, "You owe me. Pick the fuck up." Um, Asa. I'm not certain what happens. This is my friend Terrence. I, I think you have met, uh, but he is he is very he seems very agitated at the moment. Perhaps can we hold him? Maybe he can straighten this out. Uh, there are people bursting into my uh, apartment over there. Arthur, familiar with your bullshit, says, "Fine." You Thank you speak you. with Sarah. You 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 can speak with him. No, <laughs> I am not talking to Terrence. You can pay for your sandwich, and you can pick up that phone over there behind the counter, and you can have a nice, quiet conversation in the freezer. Okay, so, <laughs> f- full disclosure, uh, the men who are in my apartment at the are moment... Are you telling this to Arthur? Yeah, yeah. They, they had weapons. I do not care. Okay, it's just, you know... They- if- Take the sandwich, take the phone, go into the walk-in. I don't want to deal with it. Okay. So, it I didn't know. But I didn't, I didn't. Like, this guy? Fucking seriously? I, I, did not want, Vinny, I did not want the sandwich, but I, I guess I will pay you for will it. You will take the sandwich. Okay, so I take the sandwich. sandwich. I ask, okay, Arthur. the walk-in. You know, it was one mistake. I, I don't, you know. Perhaps a miscommunication. Okay. Two. I take the Two sandwich, mistakes. I grab the phone, <laughs> and I go to walk in. <laughs> you eat a goddamn pickle sandwich, you're gonna like it. I like right. shove I like shove some sandwich into my mouth and I and I call Terrence. I... Ring 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 banana phone. Terrence, what's up? Ah <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, yes. This is a bad time, Terrence. Oh well, well, I think we're all <laughs> having bad times tonight, Jonas, aren't we? Please, please tell me. Uh, oh, did someone you? burst into your home and and put a gun in your face? Not my home per se. No, no. You had another one of your visions, perhaps. This no, no. <laughs> this is. I believe this is a real thing. Uh, 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 two men. I uh, have um, de- defaced my property. They have kicked in my door with with, with armed with with guns, as you Americans do, and uh, yeah. So I am now at uh, in the walk-in freezer at um, Arthur's Bodega. You familiar? The werewolf, yes, the angry yes, one. Yes. <laughs> um, and I am being forced to eat uh, this pastrami on catastrophe on white bread. So. Um, that is where I am at. How are you? How are things? How is your mother? 
Well, Jonas, you see, um, my commute home was rather rudely interrupted, and I was hoping that I might procure your services in in finding out who interrupted my commute. Sure, surely, I, I, with uh, all you, of my, I, I think my rates are going up. I am in high demand these days. Well, surely these other parties vying for your attention haven't done nearly as much for you as I have. Surely. Uh, in terms of damage, not quite, but yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, perhaps you could come and pick me up. Ah, uh, yeah, it would we be can, more we can expedient. Discuss this in, in a temperature that is not um, sub uh, 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Did I get that right? Yes, yes, your conversions are coming along beautifully, Jonas, yes. Yes. Um, I will come to Arthur's, be ready, and we will go deal <laughs> with my problem. I make, uh, I make zero promises in my current <laughs> circumstance, so perhaps you can reason with the, um, the furry beast that runs this shop, because he is quite unreasonable at the moment. All right. So as the MC, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here real quick. Terence, are you cashing in a debt? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm cashing in one of them. Okay, so you can use that against a PC player to do you a favor and moderate cost, lend you a hand in your efforts, get in the way of someone else, answer a question honestly erase a debt that they hold on someone else or give you a debt they hold on someone else. This sounds a lot to me. Like you're saying, Giannis, I need your help. You're going to give I think it's me. going both ways, to be honest, because I think I also need Derrick's help. Okay. Like, how do we feel about that? Do you guys want to cancel a debt? Oh, um, yeah. I'm, yeah. All right. So, Terrence, you are mortal, right? Your your mortality is a veteran. Mm -hmm. And Giannis, you are of uh, power, right? Oh, power, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Terrence, mark power. Giannis, okay. mark mortality. So that, and then also cancel those debts out. And you have formed kind of a, an independent compact to work with each other on solving this problem. Is that is that cool? Does everyone feel good about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. All right. All right, cool. So you both have cashed debts on each other, and you're like, I need your help. Yeah, I need your help. Okay, does that make us cool? That makes us cool. But it also ties you into the entire faction thing, because this is going to go around. You did, in fact, honor your debts. So that bumps you up. Back gotcha. to Vinny. So, the front of house clears out. There's a terrible sandwich that's been taken off into a uh, <laughs> a walk-in cooler. And Arthur is just, he seems done. He seems like beyond done. He's frustrated, but he's not angry. He's just exhausted. So what's Vinny doing? Like what? What is your what's your plan? What's your what's your goal here? What are you doing? Um, well, I do remember that uh, Arthur was about oh. to ask for for some help. I think, uh, but um, you know, now that I'm you know now that I'm in here, you know, 
I, I'm sort of like, I'm looking around to see, like, besides the obvious nonsense that's going on uh, with uh, the podcast over here, um, um, is there any other, you know, the, the door was locked, but is there any, like, do I know if there's anyone in the back room? Or is it just Arthur in the front here? Arthur generally runs the place pretty solo. Sometimes he has, like, a cousin come in that cuts some meat. All right. Generally, though, it's just Arthur. Small, family ran. And, you know, werewolves, they run in two ways. They either run with a big pack, or it's just them. Arthur's just them. So, um, you know, knowing that Arthur does serve the wider werewolf community here, and, you know... He's sort yeah, of like yeah. me. He's a man. He's he's a solo guy, and he 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 hears things, and you know he sort of blends in the background. People kind of don't notice he's there when they when they're talking over a sandwich, you know. So, um, I right, listen. You know, I really want to be able to help. I want to be able to tell the rest of the uh, rest of the court that you know we have things handled uh, out here, and that you know. Because really, I don't want to involve them. No one in the court really wants to be involved in this. But in order to maintain peace, we might have to, you know, you know, for the good of everybody, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean when you know you know? Uh, yeah, I can trust you, right? Of course, I can trust you. Of course. He leans in a little bit. He slides another packet of mayonnaise towards you. Yeah, you can trust me. Good man. Uh, you know, my court in particular, um, we just want peace, just like anybody else. We need, you know, we want to honor the traditions of, of family and hierarchy and what's going on right now. It's got this all in a mess. So I just, we need to know what's going on on a level that we don't really have access to. You know, I'm not a werewolf. I don't know werewolf things. I don't go werewolf places. This is the only werewolf place I go. Uh, if you could, you know. Shake your ear, Vinny. You know, I, I love it here. You make a, you make a great sandwich. Uh, yeah. I just I just need you to just keep me in the know when you happen to overhear these things. You know, I you know. You want just what I want. You just want to be able to run your sandwich shop in peace and let the day go by. So help me help you, Arthur. Okay. So out of character as the MC, like mm -hmm. what are you what are you really trying to get out of Arthur here? It sounds I like want him to be a fish. source. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like you're fishing for info. Is that, is that I want him to be a source. I want to be able to come into Arthur's <clears throat> when I'm in the neighborhood and I want him to be able to spill the guts on whatever is happening in the neighborhood. That's a tough one. That's really a tough one. Um, what I want you to do first, I think this is going to really set us up for, for where you want to go. I would like you to figure Arthur out. Okay. It sounds like you're trying to feel him out. It sounds like you're trying to figure out like what really drives Arthur, where he's at, where the conversation is, where, what is, what is Arthur really about? That's a hard one. Go ahead and roll with mind. Not great, but 
No, no just regular. Just, just regular. Just regular. Okay. This is flat. It's a flat two d six for you, but it's still a hard one for you. Oh, it's an eight. It's an eight. That's what's up. So you may ask me, the MC, one question about Arthur, which I have to answer you truthfully, from a list. There's a very short list. Okay. It's under figure someone out, if you've got it pulled up. I can uh, figure did. someone out. Yeah. Who's uh, pulling your character strings? Who's, yep. uh... Pick one of those. You get one of them, and you know it. He doesn't necessarily tell you it outright, but you get it. Okay. For the people watching at home, uh, who's pulling character strings? I th- what yeah. their character's beef is, what they're hoping to get from, what could I get your character to do, what does your character worry might happen, and what could I, what, how, sorry, how could I put your character in my deck? These are all really great questions, and in this case, Vinny gets to ask one of Arthur the werewolf delicatessen, which is not a sentence I ever expected to say in my life, but we're, we're there. <laughs> um, so it's either going to be who's pulling your character straight. So I'm who's pulling Arthur's strings. Yeah, would be that. Or, or um, uh, how can I get your character to keep me in the loop, to keep me informed, to keep me in Ooh. the. That's how can I get? Sounds a lot like what you're really trying to push. Yeah, for, I think it? that's the, I think that's the one there. How what can I do to make this arrangement? I know I understand profitability, so you got You got to get something out of this. So, what can I do for you in exchange for what you hear? Ah, uh, okay, that's a really easy one. Arthur is at his core a werewolf, and he's also a family man and a businessman. What? Arthur wants more than anything else. The thing that you can indebt him with is territory. That bodega, no matter what, must remain in Arthur's family's hands. That is the one thing you can do without a doubt that will indebt Arthur to you without limits, without any sort of conditions. If you let him keep that shop, if you are the one person that he can trace it back to, that lets him stay within his territory, killing the animals that he wants to kill, carving them, and serving them to the community. That is what will make Arthur your ally. Looking back around, you are cold as hell sitting in a freezer. You have just gotten off the phone with Terrence. What are you doing, Giannis? You are mute. Uh, so, ah, so, uh, yeah, I have, um, I have shoved this entire sandwich in my mouth, it was um, unfortunately, and uh, so I am going to sort of creep out of the freezer. Oh, uh, can I perhaps get out of here now? Is I, my phone call has been completed. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, Arthur lets you go. He is impressed by your uh, tenacity in eating the probably worst sandwich he's ever deliberately fed to someone. And that gives you a little bit of cred. It does give you a little bit of cred. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for Terrence to show up, or what, what's going on here? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, um. Oh. Uh. uh he- hello, uh, Vinny. Uh, have you seen uh, anyone come out of my apartment over there? Uh, 
I haven't been necessarily looking. I gotta but be honest, it's out of your neck of the woods. Display, despite me shouting that someone was in there trying to kill me not a moment ago, you decided, hey, no, it's cool, I will eat my steak and cheese, and good to know. So anyway, um, I'm going to look out the window. Do I see any strange vehicles in front of my apartment? Do I see any men coming out, the, 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 whoever um, berated me with cheese comments earlier? No. I see nothing. No cheese. Okay, well, today has been a fun-filled day, um, not only for me, but also for Terence, apparently, who has um, been assaulted in the streets. Can you imagine? A hunter? Uh, I'm sorry, well, ex-hunter. Assaulted in his own streets. Arthur Butson, he's like, wait, 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 wait. Did you just say that Terrence got got jumped? Yeah, well, well, I don't think it worked out well for whoever did it, but that, that's it. that is what he alluded, was that uh, someone put a gun to his window. Um, so now he is here. He is, he is headed here so that, uh, of course, I can help him discern what uh, the nature of this crime was. Arthur chills. Like, there is, you see goosebumps run over this guy. Veterans don't get screwed with that is that is a great way That's, to this is what i'm telling you arthur <laughs> you're very angry but i, I again there are, people are bursting into my apartments they are they are putting guns to terence's window it's this is i'm telling you shit is going down i don't be here i don't want this to be in my bodega but you're here and i'm dealing with it look uh Fuck. Uh, if you can convince Terrence to owe me a solid, I will put you guys up in the back. But I mean, I don't, I don't know that we need that. It is a kind offer, um, particularly if it is heated back there, because I am now very cold. It is. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, Vinny, how are you? How are things? Hey, uh, Jonas... Uh... You know, a little bit of this, a little of that. How, how did you know I ate a Philly cheesesteak? You didn't even... I, I didn't even... Do I have it on my suit? You wear I mean... This, oh, yeah. This I'm, is sort I'm of what I do. Take it to the nines. Also, oh, yeah. also I, 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 just a bit there and several packets of mayonnaise, which I know is your sort of thing for whatever weird reason, but who am I to judge... What people do with the eggs and oil. So, uh, let me. Uh, what are you doing here? So, it's a, again, such a crazy day we all ha all having. How crazy! Uh, at this time, Terence is pulling up at the outside of the bodega. Oh, that looks oh. just like the sort of boring ass affordable vehicle Terence would drive. Oh yes, yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's his time here. The uh, the shop is das, still, das still das locked up. It's still it says closed on the outside, but the lights are on. And uh, Terrence walks up to the door and with a with a very you know just the right amount of force, a very polite, quick knock, and and then stands back from the door, hands crossed in front of him.
Arthur looks betwixt the two of you. You gonna get that? Oh, I'm sorry. I did. I did not realize that now I was an employed. Uh, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, uh, let, let me get it. At. Go answer the door. Terence is not going to shoot you. Is he? Is a he is a very kind person, and I, I'm not, I'm not worried about Terence. Oh yeah, no, actually, you know that's a good you bring, point. You bring trouble. Go ahead and go ahead and get the door. So I yeah, unlock the door, pull it open <laughs> for Terence. All right, you don't get shot. Fantastic. <laughs> Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Yes. Yeah. Das ist gut. Terence, was ist los? Das ist gut. <laughs> Ah, yes, Jonas in one piece. No worse for wear, it seems. Well, it's early. Ah, a uh, little early for closing, isn't it, Arthur? Hmm? He uh, gives you the most animalistic harumph that you've ever heard, carves <laughs> up a little bit of uh, your favorite black forest ham, smears it with the most delicate of cranberry dressing and slathers it across a very great ryeberry bread with just a touch of stone ground mustard and slides to you and says, glad to have you here. I'm going to go to the back. Y'all need anything? I don't know why this man hates me so. You know, I could (laughs) come in here and play Kino every day. How would you like that? Yeah, that's what this is what I'm saying. I, uh, watch. <laughs> 5, 22, 11, 17. He stalks out. The hairs on the back of his <laughs> neck just are standing and rippling. <laughs> you can tell this is a man in just the barest control of, of just lycanthropic rage. Something about you just rubs him the wrong way. And I did not know this about this character until now, and I love it. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, how are, how are you? How are things? So strange to have us all in one, one place, huh? Ah, yes, yes. Vinny as well. Yes. How, how, how are you doing, Vinny? I'm taking, taking like small, polite bites of the sandwich and chewing thoughtfully and really savoring the, the symphony of flavors presented. Hateful. Kind of uh, bouncing off on one foot or the other. You know, you know me. I'm always doing good. How you doing, Terrence? Uh, well, it has been a rather eventful evening, Vinny. I must, I must disclose. Yeah, you got shot at, huh? Oh, it, uh, that's an exaggeration. There, there, were, there was no discharge, but uh, there were negotiations leading up to one. He was yelling something about, well, I had to look it up on, on my phone. <laughs> Strange how you could do that now everywhere, eh? Jeez, oh. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, this is what has happened to me. Nobody wants to listen. I tell you, there's something going on in this city, and it has to do with cheese. There is a cheese-related scandal, and uh, and I do not know how we are all involved in this, but here we are. And there is a man still, I think, in my apartment, rummaging through my things, breaking my stuff, probably, probably stealing all kinds of sensitive data that I have collected, and here I am eating pastrami in the cold. So... What are we going to do about this? 
Well, what do you mean we? <laughs> last last I counted, both of you still owe me. Oh. Ah, oh, well, man. well, Vinny. I mean, a balance sheet has two sides. Fair enough. What were you thinking about doing, uh, Jonas? What you want us to go well, in there, I mean, guns are blazing, so kick the kick the angry man out of the apartment? Is that what you want? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, um, tit for tat, they say. Listen, I don't know. Consider who they it are a, on your like liberation, right? You'll be like a, my sort of liberation army. Will go in there and and and, uh, and free my 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 kingdom. Like oh. the brave knights that you are. How vulgar. Yeah, that's not doing it for me either. Um, so here's... So here's, um... Here's the thing. I gotta keep my hands clean, you know this. I don't work... I don't... I don't sully my hands directly like this if I can help. You know, please don't push me to a point where I can't help myself and I have to go, but... These hands stay clean. Look at how perfectly moisturized these are. And look... Like, the French manicures? Those are expensive. There is mustard on his hands. <laughs> do, uh, do you mind? Can I, may I get that for you? You may not. No. Go behind the, the bodega counter and just grab some of those brown, nondescript napkins. Are those and, the worst? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Listen. So, um, Listen, I might be able to... to I might be able to talk to a couple friends, couple family members, and we might be able to have a couple people walk through your place, make sure it's empty. I mean, I could probably well, talk to someone about a god for the night to too. This evening, that would be nice. But oh, just come over my place. Oh, fine. Come um, on, I got a mini bar. I got, you know, the sweetest, sweetest outfit. You know, I got, I've got a robe for everybody. We could all hang out by the fire. Come on. It'll be like a sleepover. I have explained this to you before, and it is not your fault per se. But for some reason, your your fey magics—they uh, they seem to amplify my own nightmares, and they are not good. These are not good visions all the time. Okay. So sometimes when I am when in close proximity to you and your kind, they, they are amplified in a way that is quite painful for me, uh, and. So do, please do not take this personally. It has nothing to do with all of this that you have going on. It is it is mostly um, just bad news for me. But I I do appreciate. It. I, I and, and well, I mean to be honest, um, probably better than getting shot. So I you know. My well, then I was gonna say, how? What, what are the options here? You got someone's ransacking your house, looking to kill you, and you're scared of some nightmares. Like, I think your priority is a little twisted, buddy. Come on, no one's gonna mess with you in a fey house. Come on, you'll be safe for the night. Yes, nothing, what? nothing bad has ever happened in a fey house. Never once. Hmm. Uh, anyway, you, yeah, Terrence, what, what are we doing? Why, Jonas, I thought that perhaps you would be of the temperament for a bit of a stroll this evening. Perhaps to see wherever Pistol Pete could be running off to after wait, a Wait, 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 did you say Pistol Pete? Yes, you know Vinny, Pistol Pete? yes. Pistol I know Pete. Pistol Pete. Is still alive? Yeah. Pistol Pete is still alive? Oh, I want, I want to hear about this. I want to hear about this. 
Pistol Pete's part of what faction? He's a he's a mortal, right? Uh, like, who knows about this guy? What, what roles we got? Let me let me hear about this. Hmm. Well, see, as far as the fair concerned, Pistol Pete's that guy that like. Uh, wait. Oh. What do you got on a roll? Hmm. Oh, I got a roll. Well, a roll plus you got a roll. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're okay. A, uh, you're putting a name to a face and a face to a name. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I'm going to do this as well, but I will let. Uh, Shuffle. I will let Vinny go first. Yeah. So uh, on hit uh, on a ten plus, you've dealt with them before, learned something new. Okay. Yeah, throw that dice, man. And what kind of roll would that be? That would be a two d six plus mortal. 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 Okay. Action. And okay. because you're rolling that, you get to mark it. If you haven't marked it already. I Can't don't have that. Then hell yeah, I dude, mark it. Get rolling those eights. You got an eight. I got an eight. What's that mean? Uh, let's see. Uh, when you put a face to the name or vice versa roll with their faction on a hit, you know their reputation. Okay. Uh, the GM tells you what most people know about them. Okay. All right, so that's what you get. But you also get to mark that faction. So you got mortality yep. down. You've got, what do you got, wild down? Yeah, I've got everything but uh, power. You need to complete that circle. Get that, get that advancement. We need to find uh, a visit. <laughs> or an oracle. Oh, shit. That's oh, me. Oh, shit. Right, there, right? All right. So you know about Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete's like a... He's a two-bit thug, man. Like, he's one yeah, of those he that's not quite on the aware side, but he is. Like, he knows that shit is going down that he can't explain. But he's not about that life. He's just one of those guys that's like... Not going to deal with it. Yeah. I just <laughs> shot this guy that was like throwing fire out of his hands. I'm going to go have a beer. I ain't about that. Just not going to think about it. This beats a simple dude. Not the best, but reliably dumb, which is a weird thing to say. Perfect. What about you, Giannis? Giannis uh, uh, was a nine plus one. Oh, yeah. That's actually really good. On a Same. 10 or greater... You've dealt with them before, and you learn either something interesting and useful about them, or they owe you a debt. What do you choose? Oh, no. For certain, he does not owe me a debt, but he is oh. uh, most certainly going to be dead in the next... I don't know. I lost track of time, but it is sometime soon. Oh, so one of the things you're saying is you know something interesting, and that interesting thing is oracularly, which is a hard word, uh, you know he's going to die soon. Is that right? Oh, oh yes, quite certainly. I, I, yeah. I, I'd, um, uh, skimmed the surface on Pete um, on, during our last meeting, and he was. And of course, I, I, you know, I care nothing for this man. But yeah, I, I don't. I thought it would have happened already, but uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe then it's. I'm a week out. It's German time. He's like seven hours away. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, you know, you, you don't, you, you know, when you know someone's going to die that you don't care about, and it is in like, can I keep sort of switching to French? Uh, you know, when you, when you when you know someone is going to die is like this, um, and you, you don't you don't care about the person. So, um, you know, what is a week, a month, two months? You know, it's a vision. So, not high soon. Soon awesome. is the soon was the appropriate answer. I like it. Did you mark faction? Uh, I already have mortality marked. Okay. So. Terrence, how you doing up there? I just need to talk to myself, apparently. 
Power is big. Power is awesome. We were talking about uh, talking about Pistol Pete. That, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yes, uh, yes, Pistol Pete. A charming fellow. Yes, I assure you. Um, I sent him on his way, and I would like to see where that way will take him. Again, I was I was very certain that it would be toward the grave. Um, uh, I, I see, I, this was months ago, um, that I, I bumped into Pete and, um, saw something, uh, I believe, hmm, oh, that was not Pete. Mm. Yes, no, Pete, but, no, Pete is most certainly supposed to die. On this much, we agree, Jonas, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just the mana is is eluding me at the moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, we are all dying. Well, yes, yes, yes. He looks, he looks over at Vinny. <laughs> well, I mean, some of us, I guess, faster than others. But um, uh, yeah. So you know, yeah, Peter's Peter's uh, walking corpse. Yeah. So I'd like to take the opportunity here to. Uh, start to go into a kind of a wrap because the wrap of Urban Shadows is a little bit different from other games. It does involve a little bit of adjustment and change, which I'd really like to get into. And I want to give us enough time to do that. So this seems like a good time to do it. You're wrapping up inside of Arthur's Deli. You're trying to figure out who goes where and how the night ends. You know that uh, Pistol Pete is soon to die, that there are different factions that are fighting for uh, control here. And the things are starting to really uh, spice up about the Mikesa uh, with Terence and also with Yannis. Uh, so at the end of every session, if you've learned something meaningful about a faction, then you can increase your score in that faction by one, but you also decrease your score in a different faction by one. So we're going to start with Vinny. You you seem to be the most politically like driven deep here. Is there anything about a faction that you've learned? Um, no, oh, cool the answer. No, is a cool hmm? answer. Yeah, I, I I didn't learn anything yet. I don't think. I, I think uh, I'm setting up the pieces. I'm gathering my intel network. You know, uh, you know. I know Jonas. I got I got Terence here. I got Arthur on my side now. So I'm slowly building this web of uh, information and uh, connectiveness. Would you like to put yourself out there as saying that someone owes you a debt, whether that be a PC or an NPC? You can say, "Look, I did this thing. I really need that recognized. Someone owes me." Or you can also flip that, like, "Hey." This person did me this thing, and, and I, I actually think that's a debt. I, I need this to be recognized and recorded. Anything like that. Unless you count mayonnaise as a debt. Um... God help us, no. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think I, I, I moved any wheels yet. Okay. So you are just staying the course, yeah? I think, I think so. I, I don't, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. What about you? Do you feel like there is anything you've learned about another faction that will change your relationships with those factions? 
Uh, no. No. Nothing I can think of. Okay. You didn't feel any closer to power, any closer to anything else? Nope. No, not, right, the, cool. uh, not the events that have transpired. What about debts? Anything you want to call out, recognize, or, or anything that you have to be like, well, yeah, that, that one's on me. No, I think we've pretty much handled that as it's come up pretty well. I don't think there's anything good. outstanding good, there. Good, good, good. And Giannis. Uh, I would Giannis. have hit wild if um, uh, someone had let me clean the mustard off their hands, but that's in fact, it did not happen. <laughs> um, okay, well, mustard clearing is not a debt in this, like, the No, no, no. But, You're not touching these little no, white but, hands. You're not doing it. No, but I would. I totally would have skimmed the surface there. Um... Oh shit! So, that would have been a good. Yeah, one. yeah, but I did not. So I did not. I don't think I've learned anything um, about uh, faction. Uh, and as for debts, I think the only one is the what, the mutual um, debt with uh, Terrence. Okay. Okay. So this is actually a pretty good point to wrap. We are in a moment where we can say you know behind the scenes in the scenes where people end up where people go and then pick up the next one i think this is a really great place to stop uh, i know that a lot of this was character creation i think that that's not the worst thing how do we feel as a group i think that's Sorry great so I, I had a blast uh we'll I go through uh, ben yeah, <laughs> yeah ben how'd you feel good yeah, I just got to find the footing, right? It's a very different system than what I played before, Man, but not different, like, some bad, scary way. Just, you know, very, very open, very freeform. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> Take a little getting used to. Yeah. Ryan. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very I'm good character. Do, I'm glad you do. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, I just, it's about, like, figuring out, like, just, you know, getting more like, okay, if I want to do this, this is the type of thing I've got to do. You know, if I know somebody, I got to, you know, put place a face to the name and that just making those little connections. But yeah, it felt good. That was fun. One of the things I really see with this game is if you aren't really familiar with it, having a couple people that are, they can really rope you in and, and like build you up. If you are feeling kind of in the background and you're really hesitant on how to interact, the more aggressive you can become, like socially speaking, the better off you're going to be. And if you aren't able to really like swing that, having someone else just tag you in, man, you can you can riff off that so well. We've seen a really great yeah. in this game. Like Arthur's Deli is now a cool thing. Like who the fuck thought about that? That was cool. <laughs> I like it. And now we've got a now we got a thing for the group to, to like pivot around. Combat yeah, that really was cool. isn't the drive here. Combat really isn't the drive. It really yeah, it's been well. Pistol Pete's dark future, you know? He's dead. He's doomed. He's absolutely screwed. Yeah. I love um, I love this. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, Soul. Uh, again, I know, again, we do everything terribly and just nah. as terribly as we did this. I'm glad you enjoyed your time. Um, I want to make sure that before we go, I know, obviously, we've got uh, a bunch of things going on. Of course, the Dragon Knight dice giveaway. Make sure that you guys... Uh, even if you're after the fact, uh, I think it it, it counts um, at, at least once per week that we're going in there and, you know, submit, win some dice. They're really, really okay. nice. Uh, we will hook you up there. 
Uh, of course, check out our other games on Tuesday night. Uh, we do our normal D&D stream, me, uh, Hayes, and Gremnik, uh, or Ben and Ryan, however you want to call them. Uh, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll loop soul in on something else maybe maybe i'll get soul back for something else where i force him to be a player in my dark world oh no um but we've got a ton <laughs> of other stuff coming up and before we go of course soul what do you got going on man tell us what tell us the buttons to click tell me tell me All where right. to spend my money yeah um i'm souls rules pretty much everywhere uh twitter twitch um, i've got a blog if you want to check out anything I'm doing, that's really the way to look me up. I'm on Itch. I've got a couple of cool sci-fi games going on. I'm working with a couple of different people to release the next big thing for me, which is a solo, single-page sci-fi RPG. If that sounds like something you're interested in, it's coming out soon. I am in the final process of that, and I'm very, very excited. If you check my Twitter stream, you will see a bunch of content about that including uh, some really cool like audio voiceover trailers. Those are really cool. Are you doing um, those yourself? No. Uh, I, well, I, the VO, no. The voiceovers are, are done by a lot of really great people uh, that I've worked with. I've got, it's about five people, uh, five of the voice actors that I've worked with, voice actors, voice actresses. I've got a bunch of different stuff that I'm working on there. Uh, I put the, together the videos myself, but that's the easy part. Like, like legit, like putting together the videos is the easy thing. What they're delivering, the really great parts that they're doing, man, I cannot tell you how awesome it feels to have written a script that these, v, uh, these VAs have taken and they've put their own spin on. And, ah, uh, like... It's just, it's really cool to have something like that out in the world. It's really fun to watch on, on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I've checked a few of those out and was, was pretty impressed. So it's, it's really, really cool stuff. I'm super excited for all the stuff. And I, again, I don't know if it could, it could be a better guy behind the scenes there because you're, you're such a force of positivity for everybody. So, um, guys, make sure you check out Souls Rolls, uh, check out all this stuff. You can, of course, find all of us in the negative two discord down in the panels and, or, at the Hope for TTRPG Discord. Uh, and if you're not there already, go find one of us on Twitter and get there because it is a really, really great community. So uh, with that, I think we will call it there. I'm super excited. I think we're doing this next Thursday for sure, right? God, I hope so. Yeah, right. let's do it. Yeah, uh, it was a blast. So um, I love it. thank you so much. So guys, we will see you next Thursday. Bye. Uh,